ready to wake up, you're going to wake up. And if you're not ready, you're going to stay pretending that you're just a little, poor little me. Soldiers, don't fight for slavery, fight for liberty. In the 17th chapter of St. Luke, it is written, the kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you, you the people have the power. The world is like a ride at an amusement park, and when you choose to go on it, you think it's real, because that's how powerful our minds are. Everybody is I. You all know you are you. And wheresoever beings exist throughout all galaxies, it doesn't make any difference. You are all of them. And when they come into being, that's you coming into being. Yo, yo, people, how's it going? Hope you're all doing well wherever you are in the world. And this week on the podcast, today on the podcast, is a conversation with Technique. This is actually the second conversation I recorded with Technique. The, sec- the, the, the first podcast I put out yesterday was more of a sort of a generalized uh, podcast conversation where me and Tech were just sort of talking about many different esoteric topics, more of a podcast conversation. But this one in today is a little bit of a different podcast as um, I'll tell you a little bit of a backstory how this one came about. But Technique actually reached out to me and said that he'd been doing a lot of different research and he really wanted to bring this forward in this podcast today, sort of like a presentation style. We still had a conversation around it, but it was definitely more about sort of technique, bringing his notes forward on some information that he he has he had found. So the information that he wanted to bring forward was really in regards to sort of bringing forward an argument that the elites on the planet are sort of um, are really sort of doing and carrying out certain events on specific timelines or sort of an ancient timeline in regards to COVID and how certain events that they have been sort of certain measures and certain things that they've been putting forward really does add up to to sort of some sort of esoteric t- timeline and how the elites know about this knowledge and they've always known about this knowledge. And also as well, he wanted to speak in regards to that, some of the areas that he wanted to bring forward. And, and this one really is a long conversation. It's over two hours long, but it's, there's some really interesting knowledge in this one. So he, some of the things that he brought forward were mind manipulation techniques and how they have been in use on the effects of the mind, the body and soul through COVID. He also talks about um, word magic and language that's been used throughout the, the pandemic. He also talks about the, the occult's significance within this in regards to all the different timeline and how different things have played out and fit into his model that he has found. He also talks about the spiritual effects and how this is a how he brings evidence about how it's a spiritual war and it's all about attack on the crown chakra and he also brings forward lots of different information that backs up this in regards to all the different esoteric and symbolism that is linked to how it's an attack on the on the crown chakra in regards to this. So it is a really powerful one. I know you're going to like it. And like I said, if you can, it's this one, like I said, it's not it's not sort of a podcast conversation. It's more of a sort of a presentation where tech puts this information forward. So if you can have the patience, listen to it. Um, it really, in my opinion, does make a lot of sense. And there's a lot of... Um, there's, there is a lot of things when I was in this podcast conversation, which where my mind was really thinking and racing all over the place and thinking, yes, that definitely adds up and I can see how that plays out. Um, as you will see in this one, this is just um, 
as you will see in this podcast conversation, really stay open-minded and just allow the information. Just take the information and you don't have to believe it. That's all I want to say. But it really is an interesting one and he has done a lot of research. So I really respect him for doing the amount of research that he did and, and sort of finding it, feeling that my podcast my podcast was the best platform for him to express this. And he felt like he would really get a fair shot at really expressing this. So I, I really love, I love him for that. And also it says a lot about this audience who listen to this podcast as well that you guys are really awesome which you are so i hope you love this one anyway if you can check out the patreon page or the one-off donation option the two best ways to support the podcast also have a crypto option now as well where you can support the podcast through that a lot of you guys were asking about that also as well now i've just started personal coaching if this is something that interests you and we are and then when you message me and we if i think that we are a good fit because like i've said before i don't have the time to work with everyone um, but I, I will do my, do my best to sort of um, see if we are a good match and we can do some personal coaching together. So enjoy this podcast conversation wherever you are in the world. Peace out. I love you all. dive in now but I'm just trying to think is that close enough yeah it's sweet mate yeah fine I'm just oh. trying to think of the best place to start because I know we had the, the phone call the other night and you said you were sort of yeah. really, really excited to share loads of inf- interesting information and I think last time when we, we did the podcast as well we, we obviously spoke more about uh, COVID I know we touched on the spiritual sense of things but That's I think right. it's clear to see that with the current world the way things are, are shaping up it's clear to see that I mean anyone with sort of anyone who's in the spirituality community i know that's yeah, a, a, a vast broad topic you can yeah. call the spiritual all spiritual beings you know but anyone who sort of is in touch with them you know anyone who's starting to wake up will start to see that there's there's deeper dimensions to to this place and things that are linking up and going yeah. on and i know last time we slightly touched on sort of the esoteric um sort of dimensions that could be playing out in regards to the elite and stuff like that and yeah. i know that you kind of wanted to touch bring that forward as well with yeah. them Definitely, man. Not in inside sort of thing. I mean, after our last chat, um, you know, my initial feeling from the minute the coronavirus was announced was that it was crown related, um, as we as we discussed last time. But um, yeah, now I yeah just want to go over some other bits that um, have sort of helped solidify that idea in my mind that that really is what's going on here, and it's it, as well as the physical aspect of what's going on, there is a spiritual dimension, um, which seems pretty you know pretty much guaranteed that that is going on and i'm going to go through the research that i've that i've been going through to get to that part how did you get to that part as well just before we jump in just to give people a bit of context how did you because you, you know we always sometimes for example even when i was coming down today i had a bit of a download you know of some information yeah. that sort of sends us on a trail of thought and oh, start looking down this rabbit hole and stuff it does man you get the it starts with a little spark an idea and then you start following uh your sort of intuitive thought and it will lead you to the research that you need. I was finding stuff by accident in the end, you know, like, and was going like, wow, this is really sort of starting to build uh, quite a clear picture of the undertones of what's going on in the whole COVID timeline. Um, and also, um, it started off really looking at the, uh, the mind manipulation techniques. And then, then I started looking at the dates that these things were falling on. And it just sort of built a very clear picture for me. Um, and that's what I wanted to share with you, really, and you know, and everyone who watches, and hopefully, um, 
some uh, people will gain something from it. Yeah, definitely. So, what was the first? You, the first place you said you wanted to go was the, the mind manipulation. Mind manipulation so. techniques. Yeah, just just to go over a few. I mean, this the first one I'm going to go over is from um, a, it's a cult awareness document that was uh, it's a government document. Um, it's an American thing. I'll try and flash. Well, what I'm going to try and do is, especially the YouTube. I know the audio. I can't do this, but I'll flash stuff over so people can see. Yeah, brilliant. In the I'll, audio version, I'll put things in there. Yeah, excellent. I'll send you all the pictures, man, and then you can pick and choose whichever up. ones you need. So the, yeah, this is a uh, this is a document that's um, like I say, it's an Amer it's on the American government website, and it's to do with uh, teaching um, detectives and policemen how to spot signs that people are being inducted into cults, whether it's satanic, religious, whatever it is. They define it as a destructive cult. Uh, sorry, a destructive religious cult, and their um, definition of that is a group which uses psychological manipulation to impair, destroy or make captive an individual's freedom of thought or reasoning abilities. This is done with the hidden purpose of promoting the wealth, power or vanity of the uh, charismatic cult leaders. And then it talks a little bit about the recruitment, but these are the actual techniques that are used and you know have been proven. So the very first one, isolation. So instantly it got my attention. Isolation is obviously something that we've been hearing a lot about during these times. So the loss of reality induced by physical separation from society and rational reverences. Now that, you know, that applies completely to what's going on now. Isolation is all we're hearing. <clears throat> you isolate people, stop them meeting up in private. You're, you're taking that away from them, you know. Then you've got hypnosis, a state of high suggestibility induced by hypnosis. So you've got these these hypnotic words and these mantras that are being repeated that are putting people into this um, into this sort of susceptible mind mind frame. Into the, I was going to jump in a minute as well. I was going to say the collective as well. Into the collective, you know. Yeah. I mean, look, look for example, people can recognise this going through the supermarket. It's it's hypnotic, you know. It's constantly all the time. It's like fear, fear, fear. Yeah, and I mean, I, when I'm at work, the radio, I've never heard so many government messages. It's constantly, you know, oh, you know, COVID nineteen, do this, do. Hands, space, face, all this stuff, which constantly repeated. It, so just to add as well, I mean, um, last night something I noticed as well was because you know we we likes of me and you and other people listening to this podcast, we go to these alternative platforms to stay away from this nonsense. You know, we've we've chose to sort of get rid of our TVs and yeah. not tune into the news and stuff like that. And then through that mechanism as well, now obviously them feeds are on YouTube and stuff, and it's like they're trying to like train you to that that you have to be reliant upon checking what's going on checking what's going out you know yeah. instead of just being a natural free human being where you can just go to the own rhythms of your own body they're like trying to dictate that to you now That's as well it. an announcement at this time they want everybody mm -hmm. tuned in and watching it and buying into yeah. what they're trying to put in so next on the list peer group pressure Suspre uh, suppression of doubt and resistance to new ideas achieved by exploiting the natural need to belong now the way I view that is that some people might not want to wear a mask or some people might doubt it, but when they go out in public, that's all that they're seeing. And that peer group pressure, you know, you're reading stuff about people that haven't got masks, getting attacked, whether it's verbally or physically by people in the street. There is a lot of peer group pressure. Even people I know that aren't buying none of this shit at all still put a mask on to avoid the difficulties that it brings. I don't, but, you know, but people do. Um, so that is a, that is another one that is definitely being used. Now this one, not so much, but the end bit of it I think applies. Love bombing, sense of family and belonging contrived through hugging, kissing, touching, and flattery. Now obviously hugging, kissing, and touching is ruled out, 
but the flattery of this sense of belonging um we can do this together you know we're all in you know, all this sort of narrative that we've been getting um i think that, that ticks that box as well and it's you know uh, you know when boris is like going oh, oh the country, you're doing really well the country's doing really well it's that flattery verbal flattery you know keep, keep doing what you're doing i think as well it's like just to add as well um it's like a tribe psychology because you know um there's this guys who's wrote a book about this about how you know that's how the voting system works People, they, they use this like tribal mentality of psychology where we want a part of a team yeah but if you even take that deeper to the self you know we want to be you want to feel a part of something you know and in that true essence what you want to feel a part it was is source really when yeah, you get to it that, and it's that like that's been spun on, yeah, on, spun on us it is you, you, you've been given a a bullshit version of what you should be mm-hmm. trying to connect to collectively it's been, yeah it's been like sold back to us in the wrong yeah. way and, and that is classic satanism invert and reverse everything so um we've got removal of privacy so the loss of ability to evaluate logically achieved by preventing the private contemplation which people have got time to contemplate but removal of privacy is being affected to a degree you can't meet in private you know you, you've got to be out in public in these places um we scroll through you've got sleep de- uh, sleep deprivation and fatigue now i know a lot of people that haven't been sleeping properly since this pandemic started i don't know how they're achieving it probably just through fear and anxiety but that is definitely being um that is definitely in play now this one is brilliant games right the need for direction when playing games with obscure rules increases dependency on the group now could the covid rules be any more obscure any more confusing any more of a head fuck do you know what i mean really so that one definitely um meta communication Subliminal messages implanted by stressing certain keywords or phrases in long, confusing lectures. <laughs> you know, I don't even really need to describe how that one's playing out. That that says it all. That yeah. is what's going on. No questions. Automatic acceptance of beliefs accomplished by discouraging questions. They accept questions if they're from the media or ones that they can do that, that are from people that are buying this stuff. But anything questioning the actual. Uh, validity of it is is immediately mm-hmm. oh you, you, you conspiracy theorists tinfoil hat is completely you know so there is no questions against what they're putting out you can ask about the stuff that they're saying but you can't dare question it yeah, otherwise though, you'll get straight removed confusing doctrine Com- uh, complex lectures on irreco- on um sorry com- let me do that again complex lectures on doctrine encourage rejection of logic and blind acceptance Again, you know, it doesn't really need explaining. It is exactly what's going on. Rejection of old values. Acceptance of new lifestyle accelerated by constantly denouncing former values and beliefs. And that's what we're doing with our, uh, the way that we used to live. We're finding flaws in it all the time. You hear the media say, oh, you know, we've got to make changes, the new normal. It's, you know, it's, it's as clear as day for me that that is what's going on. Um, I'll just get through the rest of these quickly, then we can... We can discuss them, maybe. Uh, I've got... So you've got guilt is another one. So you're guilty if you go out and you're not taking care or if you meet up with someone, they try and instill this guilt that it's your fault. If you go protesting, suddenly, oh, it's it's their fault. You know, I've seen plenty of that. Uh, Fear. Loyalty and obedience to a group maintained by threatening soul, life or limb. Um, Which is very much, you know, it's so fear-based, isn't it? Uh, chanting and singing so you know that's going to include the mantra hand space face um, clapping you know all, all this stuff that we've been doing 
Uh, what else have we got here? So you've got you've got a group dress code, the mask. Yeah, which is like you know, which is going on there. Um, you've got uh, finger pointing, false sense of righteousness created by pointing to the shortcomings of the outside world. Again, this is the same thing. You know, if you're not in the cult, then you're wrong. You know, how dare you think uh, that this? You know, how dare you question it? How dare you uh, not wear a mask or participate in the new rules? So we've got a lot of stuff here that I think really does. Um, highlight what's going on controlled approval vulnerability and confusion maintained by alternately rewarding and punishing similar actions again something that we've seen lows you know, even in the government they, you can't do this the government will go and do it there's no punishment but in other people there is so you, no one really knows what they're doing mm -hmm. because it's been so confusing that that confusion is 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 a massive part of the mind manipulation. It's not done because they're they don't know what they're doing and they're bumbling idiots. I mean they are, but the order the orders definitely aren't coming from Boris and that they're being told what to do by mm. people that know what they're doing. Th th those people are just the tools to implement their agenda. Um, so on, on a similar vein, quickly, I'm going to go on to this Biderman's Biderman's chart of coercion. This is from Amnesty International website. Uh, it's from the seventies. And it is a tool developed to explain the methods used to break the will or brainwash a prisoner of war. Now, this uh, experts say that domestic violence, um, uh, um, you know, people that suffer from domestic violence also have the same techniques used against them. So the first one, isolation. Again, the second one, control or distortion of perceptions. Yeah. Humiliation or degraded, uh, degradation. Yep, threats. Yep, you know all all this stuff is basically it's basically the same as what people would use to induct people into this cult, this cult of COVID, as I like to call it, or the branch COVIDians. I've been calling yeah. it. Yeah, um, demonstrating uh, superiority or power. That's definitely what the government are doing here. Enforcing trivial demands. <laughs> uh, their exhaustion slash confusion, which a lot of people from the sleep deprivation and the confusing dialect of what's going on. Occasional indulgences. So every now and then you'll give people a little reward and then you'll take it away again. Like classic domestic abuse uh, techniques and the same as, you know, apparently what they used to brainwash prisoners of war. So you, you might give someone a little something, like um, say for example in terms of COVID, uh, eat out to help out and then quickly take it away again. Or you'll say to someone, like recently, you can have Christmas, and then a few days before, there's no Christmas. It's the same thing, you're giving, oh, thank you, and then you're taking away. It's all part of breaking down the uh, the psyche, really. Very powerful, yeah. I mean, as well, I'll just, just quickly add, and you're gonna add some yeah, more. Sure, man. Um, I was gonna add about that ex ex example there, just to go into it, because I was actually thinking about that, how it seems to be that, you know, when you grind, from a psychological perspective, if you grind someone down, you, you, they can be a lot submissive to, to make decisions yeah. that maybe they're not really aligning it with themselves. You know, for example, just the, you know what's coming now, the vaccine, you know, like yeah. grind yeah. people down from every single angle, psychologically, economically. Yep. And then once you grind them down, people, you know, the, they don't no longer ca can get a position in the mind where they can think for themselves because they're just they're not acting out of place of the self, they're acting out of the place of just reacting. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and that's definitely. what we're already doing anyway. Yeah. Most people in our lives are already doing that anyway. Doing you know? that, and that is very lower chakra stuff mm -hmm. which is what um 
Yeah, um, we'll we'll, we'll definitely get to that, man, Mm. because that is a massive part of it. It's about essentially blocking off the crown and having us function just Mm. purely in the base, you know, base level consciousness, which is um, also the lower brain, which is the R complex, which is survival, fear. You just you do what you're told because you're so scared, you know, and that is unfortunately what the majority of people seem to be doing. Definitely. Um, So this bit quickly is just having a quick look at. uh, uh, hypnotism and um, how that works so the conditions for allowing the state of hypnosis to arise are simple one fixate the attention you can't you can't get away from covid you know like as i was saying earlier it's bombarded radio television everywhere you turn covid covid um, somehow bypass or shut down the normal intellect again which is what we're doing reach enough people uh, rivet the attention for a period of time, switch off the intellect, and install a reality in which a normal, ethical person can only act in the way you want them to. That is, does that not sound to you like what's going on exactly here? What's a on. mixture of all this stuff. And this is this isn't new material that I'm reading from. This is this is old stuff. This mm. has been known for a long time. Right? And there's no way that the people who are orchestrating this don't know about this. Um, Another hypnotic, uh, uh, hypnosis classic, the law of repetition. The more you repeat something, the more you'll believe it, the more you'll buy it, the more you hear it. It becomes your reality without it actually being a reality. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. So that definitely seems, to, um, definitely seems to be playing out here. Uh, I just want to read this little quote quickly about mind control. Uh, a process by which individual or collective freedom of choice and action is compromised by agents or agencies that modify or distort perception, motivation, affect uh, cognition and behavioural outcomes. So it is a combination of words and group pressures packaged in such a way that it allows the manipulator to create dependency in his or her followers. The person being mind controlled is not aware of the influence process nor of the change occurring within themselves. Again, you know, this is this, this seems to be what's playing out. So we've we've looked at groups that are uh, recruiting for cults or religious extremists. We've looked at brainwashing prisoners of war, domestic abuse, hypnosis, mind control, and it all can be easily applied without stretching anything. You know, that is our reality at the moment, mm-hmm. uh, definitely for a lot of people. Um, so yeah, then I mean after that I was going to go into like some of the effects like on the body, on the mind, and then onto the spirit and the soul, which is what I really want to focus into. But I just, just want to run through briefly yeah, a few bits. Like this is awesome stuff. Like just keep rolling. Yeah, cool man. Yeah, cool. I'm glad. So um, I will. I will quickly add. I'll just quickly add a lot. I made. I made a note there because I thought it was interesting. But. Um, the the manifestation side of things is interesting to me because you know what I'm starting to understand through my own self is how you know we're all powerful more much more powerful than we've been led to believe yeah, yeah, and the yeah. manifestation side of things I think there's a I mean maybe we could go on this a bit later on but I just wanted to make a quick side note is that um I th- there is a definitely a huge element of of uh, manifestation that's playing out I mean even through my own psychology I'm realizing how I'm even though how I feel I'm I'm someone who is I've cleaned a lot of stuff out in terms yeah. of being able to navigate the world in a better through a better space I can still feel the levels with me in me of through the manifestation of being still being infiltrated by all this you oh, know definitely man it's, re- it's, like, it's really you have to be like difficult. a master you know what I mean yeah it's it's completely difficult to escape it and uh, you know I'm I try not to let anything bother me you know because a lot because there's so much fear 
and it doesn't matter what perspective you're looking at it from. I mean, if you look at it from a conspiracy theorist perspective, the fear is, oh, the New World Order, they're going to do this, they're going to do that. So they're, they're, they're in fear, just as much as the people that are like, oh, COVID's real, it's going to get me. It, it doesn't matter. It's fear and it's fear, you know what I mean? And we just need to really let go of all that. And only, I mean, fear, fear is an emotion that shouldn't be experienced all the time at all. It's obviously part of the human spectrum. Yeah, yeah. spectrum. So it's there to be... It's there to be used, but only every now and then. It shouldn't be all the time, you know. You know when you've got flight or fight, when like when when you actually need it. But to use fear for something that there's no proof of as of yet, or at least I haven't seen any proof of it in my reality, um, just seems like a, a waste of energy. And until I see it in my reality, I'm not going to fear it. I can't fear something that I don't. That I can't prove exists. Yeah. So you know, it's, it's a, you know, my body won't let me do it. Yeah, <laughs> But um, but unfortunately, a lot of other people will. But um, so I I thought from that I thought I'd look at uh, social um, you know uh, solitary confinement in prisons and see what sort of thing that that you know, what sort of effect that has. So this says research indicates that the psychological effects of solitary confinement may encompass anxiety, depression, anger, cognitive disturbances, perceptual distortions, obsessive thoughts, paranoia, and psychosis. So the main issue with isolating prisoners who are known to have mental illnesses is that it prevents them from possibly ever recovering. So if you already have a mental illness and you get put in solitary confinement, the chances are you won't ever recover from that. So anyone who had mental health problems prior to this is obviously going to see an increase because they're locked in, they've cut off from their, their support. And you know that, that is just they, they know that this is what's going to happen because there's numerous studies you know, from all different aspects of this. So the lack of human contact and sensory deprivation that often go with solitary confinement can have a severe impact on the prisoner's mental state. This can lead to certain mental illnesses such as depression, permanent or, semi, or semi-permanent changes to the brain's physiology, an existential crisis and death. So, I mean, that is obviously solitary confinement, so it's a little bit more intense than isolation, but it's still, you get a lot of the same things. Uh, migraines, uh, hypertension, you know, people are, are suffering this stuff. Like, I, you know, I speak to my mum, and she's like, she's had, like, I mean, she's had problems sleeping anyway, but since all this, she's she's not sleeping well. And it seems to be a reoccurring theme um, for quite a lot of people that I've been speaking to. Um, yeah, so it, this, it goes on to say the effects of isolation, unfortunately, do not stop once the inmate has been released. After the release from segregated housing, psychological effects have the ability to sabotage a prisoner's potential to successfully return to the community and adjust back to normal life. So it could be, depending on how long this goes on for, that people wouldn't even be able to adjust back to how they were prior. I mean, I mean obviously, uh, solitary confinement and isolation that we're currently experiencing are different, and I appreciate that, but... If it goes on long enough, I'm sure those effects will be seen. That people will come out and they won't, even if they're told, you know, take your mask off, go and socialise, there will be people that won't do it yeah. because they've been so conditioned. And it's been almost, it'd be a year tomorrow since, uh, yeah, since since coronavirus was first discovered. Well, the evidence is there, mate, to show that, you know, the the psychological implications of, of you know, there's been a lot of studies done on things like that, you know, I mean, it was, again, the... Um, you know, there was a there was a study done with um, 
a long period i think it was i know you can't compare rats to human beings but yeah. you know there was a rat study even showing that like you know you take away people's like ability to 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 so, uh, socialize and stuff like that people come dependent on 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 drugs and stuff like right, that you know yeah, because yeah. they obviously the experiment what was used for it was used drugs you know to do the yeah. test and oh, the rats I think I've became, seen it, and yeah, they the start going to it. But then the, the end of the someone repeat, repeated the study, yeah. and it showed that once you start um, encouraging play and um, other rats to play with and have sex with and stuff like yeah. that, and also as well, you know, um, create social dynamic things to play with a, a clean quality of environment and stuff. That's when the the rats didn't didn't no longer choose the, the cocaine. Yeah, you know? So sure, I know man. that's just a small example, no. but it's kind of like. There has been a lot of like psychological uh, research done showing the, the the sort of the mass effects on how when you start taking away the basic fundamental rights to human beings, we yeah. do start going off track. Yeah, definitely, man. And, you know, and like I say, they know this. They know this stuff. They don't see a, a lot of people think that the government are just uh, uh, you know like they they make mistakes. Oh, they done it by mistake. They didn't do anything by mistake. They mm. do it because they know exactly what it's going to cause. They, these people, I'm not, I'm not Boris and that, but the people that who give them the instructions, they are masters of psychology. Mm. They, they know everything about the human body. They, they are, they've got so much information, and they know exactly what buttons to press to get responses out of people. And they, they've done it forever, but now they've really ramped it up. <coughs> just sorry to me. I was just going to add to that as well. There's so much, man. I was going to say about uh, the. Because you, you know the, the documentary, the Social Dilemma. I've just seen that on Netflix. I haven't seen that. Oh, oh no, actually, uh, the Social Dilemma. Possibly, yeah. I might. Have, yeah. There's quite a lot of flaws in it, but it's the. Is it the one about the, the, the Facebook and the yeah, social yeah. media? Yeah, I have but seen the basic, it. But yeah. the basic, like principles of it. I know there was a lot of stuff I didn't agree with in it. Um, I, I don't think it provided enough solutions, but but just like from a general basis, it, it highlighted the fact that you know that our um, you know even if from like a commercial point of view now data is the biggest commodity in the world it's more valuable than gold and stuff like that yeah. you know and people's data are being taken and you've got to ask yourself why is people's data being taken yeah. because it can it's it's not just about what you want what they want you to buy it's about understanding human psychology yeah. you know yeah yeah and, and then, it's going and, to get worse and taking all these uh, all these swabs and all this uh, dna that they're taking they're, they're building up it, a full not, genetic not profile only, and yeah, a psychological yeah, profile yeah. As, yeah exactly that so they've got everything that you're into through the internet the stuff that you're buying if you're using club cards they know what food you buy they they are getting information on everything and that's why I, I try not to you know try and and be very uh i, I kind of yeah i was gonna, know, I was gonna say another element of this as well they're kind of like um there's another player that I've just recognised in my mind there. When people aren't wearing masks, they know who's not wearing the masks. They know yeah. who's not obedient, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Who's yeah, not going to go along with yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, And like I say, the police have been turning up at people's houses. Mm-hmm. Um, not only where I live, but I know someone else who was at a protest who the police turned up at their house. You know, We don't know exactly who's saying what, but we'd imagine it's, it's, it's neighbours that are doing it. But who knows? It could be something else. You mm-hmm. know, It could be that they've been tracking it. Um, so just quickly, before we get into the spiritual side of it i just wanted to go through a bit of um some health benefits for and this is again is stuff that's been around for a long time this says this is the health benefits of being social so social engaged uh, sorry social engagement is associated with a stronger immune system especially for older adults this means that you're better that you're better able to fight off colds the flu and even some types of cancer and then obviously you get better mental health with that as well um, you can reduce the risk of a stroke. Um, you can delay uh, memory loss, Alzheimer's, stuff like that from being social. So on the flip side, the negative aspects of social isolation, depression, cognitive decline, poor sleep quality, 
a weaker immune system, potential heart problems. Um, and there we go. We're seeing that, man. We are, we are see, we're seeing this play out and we're going to see it a lot more that the longer this goes on. And fear, it turns out, and this is from a, uh, a medical website, fear weakens our immune system. Can even cause damage to the heart, gives you stomach problems, uh, irritable, uh, irritable brow, um, and uh, decreased fertility. It can lead to premature death. So if you repeatedly feel anxious and stressed, or it lasts a long time, your body never gets the signal to return to normal functioning. This can weaken your immune system, leaving you more vulnerable to viral infections and frequent illness. Oh yeah, it goes on to say, also your regular vaccines may not work as well if you have anxiety. So could it be, possibly, you know, just as an idea, that the vaccines, the flu vaccines aren't working maybe because of a increase in fear and anxiety because this medical journal seems to think that anxiety could affect the um the efficiency of a vaccine yeah. so who knows that might well be something that happens it says uh, fear can interrupt processes in our brains that allow us to regulate emotions read non-verbal cues and other information presented to us reflect before acting and act ethically it impacts our thinking and decision making in negative ways um, leaving us open to intense emotions and impulsive reactions. So again, that's just a little something about fear and uh, and how isolation can affect the physical as well as the mental. And so we've gone through some of the mind control techniques. And what I think this all leads up to now is the spiritual. So, and obviously we've got the coronavirus, which is the crown. So that had me really looking at the crown chakra. So... Um, Symptoms of an underactive crown chakra. Yeah. A feeling, a sense of separation, isolation. Having trouble trusting the universe. We don't trust the universe because it's given us a virus. We trust science. Yeah, you know what I mean? It, it, Good point. It, it works, man. Uh, lacking belief in a higher power goes in with that, really. Uh, feeling confused yep, or lost. A lot of people feel so confused. Feeling isolated. Feeling disconnected from humanity. Lacking an open mindset, uh, inability to empathise with others, we've seen that playing out a hell of a lot, um, feeling concerned with their own individuality, so like, in, but me, you know, it's the, you know, I've got to survive, like, you know, um, so there's a lot of things there that, that sort of go in with it, again, on another, uh, another thing I've got here, um, that says about the un uh, unbalanced crown chakra, um, isolation, confusion, depression, anxiety, it all goes to with the crown. So all the mind manipulation techniques, as well as having the detrimental effects on the body, for me, it's essentially, it's about shutting that crown down. That, they don't want you connected to no higher power, it's science all the way. And for that to work, you've got to be in the base, in the, in the base chakra. Um, so this says, an imbalance in the crown chakra leads to dis, uh, spiritual distress. Symptoms of a blockage in the seventh chakra include isolation again and loneliness, lack of direction, inability to set or maintain goals. So people that like going to the gym or going for their walks, doing their routine, they can't achieve their goals, you know. We're, you're not allowed to go and do stuff. For us recording our album, we're not meant to be coming to the studio, you know. So that definitely works. And physical symptoms of a blocked crown chakra. Uh, depression, insomnia, schizophrenia, uh, delusional disorders, 
reoccurring headaches, uh, nerve pain, neurological disorders, stuff like that, which we are going to see an increase of. Now, funnily enough, this coronavirus is the seventh coronavirus to transmit to humans, and it's the crown. It's the seventh chakra, which is an interesting point, I thought. It just so happens that this is the seventh one to jump, and it's the crown chakra, and it's the one that they're really... Gone for. Gone for, yeah. And I just thought that was an interesting point. Um, Again, when when you look at the other chakras, uh, you can go through them all and you'll see the same reoccurring theme. Anxiety, fear, uh, loss of control, emotional imbalance, disconnection, um, uh, you know, all these things. Confusion. That that They literally, as well as affecting the crown chakra, they affect all of your chakras Mm -hmm. and they will shut them all down. So to uh, just to sort of sum it up briefly, the first chakra is blocked by fear. So as long as you're in fear, you're not raising up from the base chakra, no matter what happens. The second is blocked by guilt. Third is blocked by shame. Uh, sorry, the fourth is blocked by grief. The throat is blocked by lies. The third eye is blocked by illusion. And the crown is blocked by earthly attachment. Now, all of those things are, are, you can apply to the current scenario. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a spiritual attack. As well as whatever's going on physically, I, I'm, I'm not going to sit here, like I said before, and say that there isn't a virus, because I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a scientist. I, I haven't got a microscope to look through. But what I can see is that there's more to it than just a physical virus. Yeah. And we get into that as well, because the, um, the dates that a lot of this stuff falls on will really, I think, prove that. And that's what I'm going to hope to do today. Yeah. So going back quickly to, we mentioned briefly last time, I think, like the alcohol, and you've got the corona, you've got the beer, which is the crown. Um, so again, that's going in with it because the alcohol shuts down your crown, you know, and it's a, it, again, it's just another reference using corona to mean the crown. Um, this is quite interesting. Chakra foods for, for your crown that are recommended, it recommends uh, herbs, but sage is one of those herbs, right? Now, when we get into sage, we've obviously got the Scientific Advisory Group of Emergencies, yeah, which is the sage group, which the government consult. So a herb that should be helping your crown chakra is being used, the same name is being used to shut it down. You see how they like to invert stuff, yeah, yeah, and twist stuff up. So, um, I mean, a sage throughout time it would have been like a wise um, consultant or someone who advised the king or the government they were referred to as as the sage but obviously it is also the herb um, and what's interesting about about them as well and about the chakras is that have you noticed the amount of red that comes through our screen now the red coronavirus I was watching uh, BBC yesterday um, and the whole screen's pretty much red it's the, the the bit across the bottom is in red. The weld behind red. It's all going base chakra yeah. because it's, that's obviously red. You know, it's, it's, it's that colour. It's that danger. It's that. Um, it's the. It's blood. It's physical life. It's it's that base uh, consciousness. But even the, even in the build up to this, you know, the whole world was already in that base chakra. You know, oh you, yeah, definitely. You know, think about pornography, video games, yeah. like you know, keeping you in that state. You know what I mean? Hitting you hard all the time. Definitely, man. Uh, struggling to pay bills mm-hmm. it's all that um that targets that survival uh part um 
Yeah, which I thought was quite interesting. Occasionally, you'll see coronavirus as purple as well. So I think the new tier four is purple, because that and that's the colour of the crown. So you, you've got to look at this stuff, and it, and it can't all be by chance. You know what I mean? There's got to be more involved with it. So before we get onto the timeline, I just wanted to run through um, some words with you. Uh, I like uh, etymology a lot, which is like um, how words become what they are. So the etymology of etymology is speaking the truth or conveying the truth, uh, and, or um, an analysis of a word to discover its true meaning, right? So that's what etym etymology means. So from that, we can establish that what we're about to look at holds some truth in, in that word, because etymology's own etymology is, is the truth. So we've got you've got the novel coronavirus yeah which means new and all that yeah but it also means as in the case of a book an invented prose narrative that is usually long and complex and deals especially with the human experience for a usually connected sequence of events so there's two ways of looking at this you've got novel as new or you've got it as the book and that's just you know the uh, definition of it so virus definition now this one's interesting this is from a dictionary so it goes on to tell you about you know viruses you know like the disease and illness and that but the second um definition of it is something that poisons the mind or soul and that's in the that's in a dictionary and i'm thinking that this virus is that second definition and not the first one um, it, it's, it's to poison the mind and soul. That's what all this is about. And virus, when you break down the word, comes from slimy liquid, poison, venom. It's, it shares the same word as that. Um, obviously, you've got viral phenomena, which is uh, uh, online. You know, when stuff, uh, you know, stuff goes viral. That's what this. That's what this information is. It's going. It's a virus of the minds that's going viral worldwide. Um, just do you see what I mean? Yeah. Like it, you know, you know, like how all that works, it gets passed on, and that's yeah. that, that's that's all that I'm seeing. I haven't seen anything else yet. I've only seen a virus talked about and people acting and dressing like there's one, but I've seen no actual proof of it whatsoever. A virus in a computer program is usually disguised as an innocuous uh, program or file that often produces copies of itself and inserts them into other programs that when run usually performs a malicious action such as destroying data or damaging software. Again, is this uh, like what's going on now? You know, is it, is it like uh, a virus in this holographic projection of ours that isn't actually real, but is acting like how it would in a computer? Yeah. You know, and, it, and, it, and also that bit, destroying data and, and damaging, you know, it, it, made, it made me think of it. Um, so let's go on this is where we start getting into the words so flu the word flu comes from influenza which comes from the italian or latin for influence and it basically means the influence of the stars influenza so back in the medieval times an intangible fluid was given off stars was believed to affect humans um, so they're basically saying, yeah, the, it's influence of the stars is what influenza means. So is there something going on in the skies that is 
to blame for this or is that just some me old medieval way of looking at stuff it's interesting because this is a this is a disaster and a disaster means bad star that's where the word comes from the dis star you know disaster uh, astar being the star um which is quite which i thought was quite interesting as well because it sort of goes into this the same idea that these things are, are coming from planetary alignments um just slightly off quickly this was one that i found that was quite funny mortgage morgue or malt is obviously death so mortgage means death pledge so you're basically paying to live you know uh, forever um like well until you die then you've got religion which means to bind and this covid cult is really making a new religion so um you know that people are of the same faith if they're wearing a mask you know so you know and it's got this whole this whole thing you've got sin the, like the sin of not wearing one or not washing your hands or not taking it seriously um you've got this whole you've got the whole new priesthood which is the, the scientific advisors and the sage you know you've got all this kind of stuff um the amount of times we've heard the word sacrifice as well you know oh, we've got to make sacrifices people are making sacrifices well a sacrifice is a religious rite in which an object is offered to a divinity in order to establish maintain or restore a right relationship of a human being to the sacred order so it is um obviously it's also used about giving up something you know but if you look at it in the other sense is what i'm trying to do here and trying to trying to apply it and it would seem to me that um the, the idea of sacrifice is uh it's, i mean it's a word that you're constantly hearing on the news you know it's, or oh, the sacrifices over Christmas, where people are making sacrifices here, and it's really in your face with yeah, that yeah. with that language, you know. Um, so then we're going to go we go into this one now. So we've got we've been talking about herd immunity. Yeah, we hear a lot about that, referring to us as the herd, which is obviously in animals. Now, vaccine comes from the word vaca, or uh, which is actually Latin for cow. So the, the vaccine is talking directly about a cow or cattle, which is what we're all lining up for. We are, you've got the two options, you've got herd immunity or vaccine, vaca, the cow. So either way, you are the cattle. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. How it's working, even in the right. words that are being used. They, 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 they tell you what they think of us, you know. Um, similarly, education, which you hear a lot about. And that, that dates back to uh, the 1530s. And the definition is child rearing, also the training of animals. So again, in uh, this idea that we are animals, um, that either have herd immunity or the vaccination for the cow. So you've got uh, immunity, um, which basically just means you're exempt from public service. Um, but going back into the, the idea of the, the cattle and the sheep, you have the ovid, um, which in Latin means a sheep. So you put a C in front of it. A C in Latin means about or around. So about, sheep, COVID, possibly. I mean, there's no nothing guaranteed for that, but it certainly fits in with the, the other stuff. And also the word flock, you know, uh, shoppers flock to London for Christmas shopping or to, um, they flock to the beach we're always referred to in, a, in an animal 
tents. Mm-hmm. And the animal base chakra is what they're trying to keep us in. Um, an interesting one that I see was, have you seen the sticker that they've been giving to people that have had the vaccination? No, I haven't seen one. Oh, man, you've got to check it out. Oh, actually, I'll show you it here. It's a, it's a heart a crown. with a crown in the middle oh, of man. it. It's a blue... Oh, okay. It's a blue and pink heart, and in the middle, there's a purple bit with a crown in it. Now, the purple is the crown chakra, and that's the crown. And that's what you get when you have your vaccination. That is your vaccination record. I saw them on the news, and then someone had it stuck to them. You know, you know, and you think, it, it can't be any more obvious. that The colours, the, the symbology, the heart, it, you know, it, it's all there. Yeah. It's all in reference I mean, I know to the chakra. S- just to add me, I know you've probably heard this, heard this um, but even just the one in plain sight, just just it's clear to mention it was like brought up someone like brought to my attention ages ago when COVID first came about and you know like COVID like certificate of vaccination ID yeah right you know, yeah, like, yeah. In, like these little things are pl- that's one to me that's like really in plain sight yeah that is, I mean I, I think that Michael Gove said there was no plans for it but they keep saying there's no plans and then doing it anyway so you can't take what they say no. you know but I, I, I can fully see that happening man at some point I don't know how I'm going to get around that one yet but no, no. there will be a way now, interestingly, inoculate had was one of the ones that got me on this because I was like, "Oc is Oculus or a cult, yeah." So it's 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 about vision, it's about seeing. So inoculate means to put something into the eye. That's literally what it translates as. So when people get in their inoculation, why is that going into the eye? Mm-hmm. It can. It's, it's obviously not going into your actual eyes, so it can only be affecting your third eye. Yeah, it's definitely. the only other eye that you've got. So inoculate originally must have been about shutting down a third eye. Um, otherwise, it wouldn't be called that. Um, so a little bit about Pfizer, uh, the vaccine people that are rolling it out. They in two thousand sixteen. They um, stopped selling their products to um, state prisons that were using it for the lethal injection. So prior to that, they were giving people chemicals to give them the lethal injection, and now we're taking a vaccine off them. You know, it doesn't it doesn't sit well for me, man. Uh, AstraZeneca, yeah, translates Astra from the stars, Zeneca, one with the stars. So you've got a double whammy again in there. You've got the flu, you've got the disaster, we've got the, the, uh, the names of these vaccines from the stars, one of the stars. It's shutting down your connection to be at one with those stars. Do you see what I mean? Like, I you see, see how it works, it. man. If I'm nodding my head like that, I'm just like zoning and I'm just thinking like, fuck. Right. And, and it's like clear, it's in plain sight. Yeah, it really is. And obviously in there, you've got Zen as well. AstraZeneca. So I, mean, I don't know about Zen is possibly because you're connecting to that so it's possibly part of the same thing but um it's yeah it's it's just very interesting man obviously you, you look up everything like that's basically what i've been doing all the words that we constant use i've been looking them up and seeing what they really mean and you can learn so much from it so the other uh, people doing the vaccine is is the jansen uh vaccine um which is a uh, part of the johnson and johnson group now, Janssen basically means Johnson, but in Dutch. It's basically exactly the same thing, because um, Jan is John. And we're going to see exactly what that means in a little while, because we've got Boris Johnson. There's, there's a lot to, to, to get there. Um, but just quickly, uh, Moderna, now I don't know if this is something, but if you 
juggle the words around, you get demonar, which is a, um, a plural of demon um, in Norwegian, I believe that is. But yeah, it's a it's a plural of demon. So um, I don't know if that's anything in there. I mean, modernar obviously just means modern. In I think it's I think it's Latin. I think, but um, yeah, if you if you it's interesting if you juggle the words around, you get demon. Uh, demon R, which is, which is with, a, with an AR at the end of it, which means uh, which is plural for demon. Uh, the Russian vaccine, uh, Sputnik, is what they've called it, which was chosen for a satellite as it means travelling companion or fellow traveller. Well, what I believe is if it shuts down your third eye, you're not travelling anywhere, again, with the space connection and the stars. It, it's the same connection yeah. all the way through. Um, medicine, the word comes from physician, but uh, physician comes from physica, which is relate, uh, things relating to nature. So really, it's telling you, medicine should be from nature. It shouldn't be this chemical shit. Even the word, you know, it comes from things relating to nature or things from nature. So, we, you know, that we shouldn't have this... Uh, we should be looking at more natural ways of dealing with any problems that arise as a as a as a collective. Um, just quickly about the vaccines again. So the second person to receive it was William Shakespeare. I yeah, know, I noticed that as well. Mate. It was crazy. Yeah. Isn't it? I mean, there's, if that isn't a reference to a script playing out, <laughs> I don't know what is. Uh, also, I don't know whether you. Um, I mean, yeah. Also, the language involved. Uh, everyone's got to play their part. Uh, key roles. Um, health directors. There's a lot of stuff that just in the words alone indicate some something playing out. Yeah, definitely. Um, the centre stage, coronavirus act. You know, all this stuff. It all, it all sort of insinuates that there's something playing out. And they, you know, and uh, for me, the temperature guns and the hand sanitizer, it is it's, it's props. You know what I mean? And the master costume. And we are in some big role play, cosplay act, mm. which is, you know, which is basically, which is the language they use. And that's just going off the words they use. Another one that was interesting was one of the first people they interviewed in the, in the first lockdown happened to be uh, Sanjay from EastEnders. I don't know if you saw that. No, I've never seen I don't know if you remember him from back in the day, but <laughs> he was walking along the beach in Hastings and they interviewed him. Now, that could be an accident. Or was it intentional that, you, that they used an old actor? You know, because even on this this article about it in the Sun, it says his name's Deepak, uh, which means light. Interestingly, whether that's relevant or not, I think Sanjay means victory. But it says Deepak explained with with a theatrical wave of the of the arm. It's uh, it's all just empty. It's like the Walking Dead. All the restaurants are closed. So even in even in the way they do it with, with a theatrical wave of the arm, he's, he's an actor. You know yeah, what I mean? Definitely. And it, so there's a lot of stuff that sort of that does make you think. You know what's going on here? Um, like I said, with the all the roles, uh, test and trace, performance tracker. <laughs> what I mean, this, it, it all really does uh, sort of build up to this idea that we are involved in some kind of pantomime. Now, the word mask um, comes from the medieval Latin masca, which is mask, spectre, or nightmare, right? And it, it, it's, uh, it's of uncertain origin, but perhaps from the Arabic buffoon. <laughs> yeah, so you can go back. 
and chased the mask Mac to be he ridicule, um, ridiculed or mocked, which is basically what these people are. Do you know what I mean? You you're putting this thing on, um, covering to hide or guard the face. But in, in actual fact, when you go back further from where it comes from, it is literally buffoon or you're being mocked. And yeah. that is how I see this. This is what just, they are doing. Just add as well, there was a, uh, I seen an article about how um, slaves in the past used to wear them. Yeah. Did you see, did oh, you see yeah, that yeah. article? Yeah, man, yeah. And also, you think about um, all the nurses that have been dancing around with masks on. Dancing with masks on is an ancient tribal thing that's been done throughout time. Right. Like, you know, it... Especially like you think about some of those like um, African tribes, always with the face mask. Um, they're, they're they're in heavy use, and they they have been for a long time. Also, drama. Mm-hmm. What's the what's the symbol of dramatics? The mask, and that oh, is right. the drama. You see what I mean? Yeah. See, we see where it's all going here. So this is from the uh, I think this is from the Britannica, but I thought it was interesting, so I just want to read it out quickly. Um, the person who wears the mask is also considered to be in direct association with the mask spirit force and is consequently exposed to like personal danger of being affected by it. For the sake of protection, the wearer, like the mask maker, is required to f- uh, follow certain sanctioned procedures in using the mask. In some respects, he plays the role of an actor in, in cooperation or collaboration with the mask. Um, so yeah, it, it, it's, it's how it, it gets you into the character that you're playing, do you see, yeah? So without the dance and, and, and posturing routines that the, mar- that the mask wearer often performs, uh, the mask would remain a representation without a full life force. The real drama and power of its form is the important contribution of the wearer. Covered by the mask and costume, the performer loses his previous identity and assumes a new one. Uh, upon donning the mask, the wearer sometimes undergoes psychic change as in a trance and assumes the spirit character depicted by the mask. Um, so, yeah, it's it's sort of going, it goes on to say, like, you know, that it's part of getting into the character or even if it wasn't used in a theatrical sense, even in, uh, like we were saying about the tribal dances, it gets you into the role. The mask becomes you. Think about the film, Jim Carrey, The Mask. Mm-hmm. He puts it on and it becomes him. Do you see what I mean? It, it, cha- it can change your whole sort of um, your whole psyche. Um, it leads me on to when we're talking about mass. The root word for spirit is actually breath, to breathe. Now, that's in- I feel that one was quite interesting. So, spirit, and I think that even goes back in with soul as well. Um, yeah, which, which basically goes back. It basically means breath. So is that uh, is that an attack on your spirit with the with the mask to, to sort of restrict the breathing? What we know about the breath is, you know. Yeah, so exactly. Like just what we talked about briefly last time was like the whole breath and how that's so important. The chakras. Yeah, exactly. You need to take these long, deep breaths. You know, I see people at, my, at work wearing masks and uh, they can't breathe. They're taking them off, touching them all the time, coming out the aisles, and that'll you know, heavy breathing, it's no good. It's no good for their health. Just just to add for me on my own uh, evolution as well, I've came to understand, I knew the breath was important anyway from a biological perspective, but as I've gone through my own senses, I've understood the the importance of the breath in terms of, you know, connected to them them inner dimensions and also as well how the, like you said last time, how the breath unlocks the chakras, you know. Exactly, man. And even in the word, spirit, you're trying to get in touch with your spirit, how are you going to do that? Well, spirit comes from the word breath. Yeah. It, it tells you, you know, from, from whenever these words were constructed, it's telling you. 
funnily enough, in an ironic sense, conspire. Yeah, spire, or like to perspire, yeah, is breath as well. So conspire is to breathe together. Conspiracy, you know, it, it, it's, it's interesting. It is like an interesting thing. Now, quickly, I just wanted to run through some of the names of, of people that we're hearing a lot from and see what their names mean. So Boris means wolf, yeah, <laughs> right? So a wolf in sheep's clothing because Johnson is the son of John, which means Yahoo has favoured. So God has favoured the wolf. So it's given an idea of, of, of the son of God, which was Jesus the lamb, yeah? But this one is the wolf. It's uh, For me, it's the same, it's putting it in your mind, maybe even just on like a subconscious level to make us trust these people. And when I go through them, you will see a reoccurring theme with all of their names. And I've done, I've done some uh, foreign ones as well, just to, just to show that this, is, that this works. Matt Hancock, right? Matthew, um, means, uh, it basically means gift from God. Yeah, so again, you've got this idea of God, trust us, you know, gift from God. Hancock, the Han comes from Johan, which is which is John again. So it's God again, the same as Johnson. Hancock mm -hmm. from Johan is exactly the same. Uh, funnily, uh, the cock part is applied from a young lad who strutted proudly like a cock, which I thought was quite funny. <laughs> that tickled me because I thought, yeah, he like he does. But so so so, so those two, we've both got this idea of the, a gift from God, God's son. Just okay. add, just out of that as well, just for people as well, just give ref reference to people that these are obviously the, the the people who are in positions in power in the uk at the in the moment, uk yeah just yeah, so, they know, yeah. so they can look it up you know exactly yeah these are the ones that are doing the daily briefings or well they were daily now they're not daily anymore but these are the people that we're hearing a lot from um so dominic yep yeah, so you've got dominic cummings dominic rob dominic means lordly or belonging to god or of the master so rob is basically uh, derived from robert which means um, bright, glory bright, shining with glory. So, belonging to God, shining with glory. Yeah. Or when you've got uh, Dominic Cummings in the, in the other sense, Cummings he comes from Cam, which is like Cameron, which means bent or crooked, which is quite funny. Yeah. But again, yeah. So with him, he's belonging to God, but you know, but crooked. Um, but there's still the God part. Chris Whitty. Now, Christopher has obviously got Christ in it, so that is Christ-bearer again. And witty is, again, we get sage. Clever, wise, sage, uh, in, you know, intellect, basically, wit. That's where it, it's, it's where it comes from, but not wit as in humour or sarcasm. It's wit as in intelligence. So it's, it's telling your subconscious, uh, the Christ-bearer, trust me. And I, I, I don't, you know, I'm pretty sure that this is happening and because i've tried doing this to other people's names and it doesn't always work i can't do it to my name mm -hmm. i can't do it to a lot of people's names but a lot of the people that we're seeing i can do it to i can do it to them all and there's got to be something in that uh rishni uh, rishni sunak so this is again another interesting one here rishni means seer or sage again so we've got this idea of the sage trust us uh, Rishti, a singer of sacred hymns, an inspired poet or sage, any person who alone or with others invokes deities in a rhythmical speech or song of sacred character quotations. 
Uh, the Rishti were part of sages and saints um, from India. And Sunuk in Turkish means altar. So the, the altar. So again, the sacrifice on the altar. We've got this idea of the seer, the sage, and the altar of sacrifice. It can also mean um, a hymn or mantra. Um, it, funny enough, it's also a symbolic expression for the number seven, Rishni, which again, we're going in with the chakras and stuff. But you get this idea of this God-bestowed right to rule or this idea of light that makes possibly us trust them on a subconscious level. Mm. Pretty Patel. Uh, so Pretty comes from pleasure, grace, love. And uh, Patel comes from one that holds the land. So that's more implying of a higher class, but again, one that's above us, you know. So um, Patrick Valance. Uh, Patrick comes from king or ruler. Yep, and uh, and that's one that we're going to see a hell of a lot. We're going to see that a hell of a lot here. So Michael Gove. Michael means he who is like God or messenger from God. Mm. Again, the same thing. Um, uh, Alok Sharma. Alok means bright or light or enlightenment. Um, and, shar and Sharma means joyfulness, comfort, happiness. So again, with all these names, um, and these are major figures in UK politics, that, especially in this COVID thing that's been going through. We've been hearing a lot from these people. And pretty much every single one of their names is in, either in, if it's not a reference directly to God, it's a reference to light or some kind of something that we might be drawn to mm. subconsciously. I don't know how, how it works exactly, but or if there's even, de any, if, even if there's definitely anything in this, but it just seems, it seems uh, too much of a coincidence not to mention. Um, then let's, if we look around the world now, Donald Trump. Donald means world ruler, exactly the same as Ronald. So when you had Ronald Reagan, or we got Donald Tusk in the EU. Mm. All these people, they all have the same name, and, and it means world ruler. And Trump means to triumph. Uh, uh, Vladimir, ruler of the world, that means. Yeah, and Putin means um, belonging to the road. So he's from the road, but he's the ruler of the world yeah. as well. Or he's the ruler. Uh, then who else? You've got Emmanuel. Macron from France, Emmanuel Diel tells you that God's involved at the end of it, and it does, it means God is with us, and Macron means he who values power over love, so it, it's, it's, it's always there, Angela, angel, uh, it, the, the L in it will tell you that it's to do with God, messenger of God, and then uh, Merkel is related to Mark, it's Mars. Right, so Justin Trudeau, uh, Trudeau or whatever his name is. Uh, Justin is fair, just, righteous. Um, so again, you get this idea that you can you can trust this man. And Alexandra uh, Lukashenko. Alexandra is defender or protector of man. And Lukashenko is son of Lukash and Luke is light. So the son of the light, the son of the God. Yet again, it, it, literally you can apply it anywhere in politics and you'll get it. Uh, the same with, um, yeah, I mean, you, you know, you, you can apply it to a lot of people. One other little interesting one I put in there, which is just more of a funny one, Joseph Biden. The Joseph means um, 
it means to like increase or to to you know to use and biden means button mm-hmm. so hopefully we don't get no nuclear fallout from this one because yeah. you know to use the button if he's going to become president now that could mean something for the future who knows um but moving on from the names i found this about lawrence uh, sorry not lawrence florence nightingale and it was talking about um when she was in uh, crimea in uh, 1854 said two years later she developed pioneering statistical methods to convince other people that widespread reform was vital now is that the reason we've got these uh these these new nightingale hospitals is it not because of you know that she was a nurse but is it because of this developed pioneering statistical methods to convince other people widespread reform was vital and that is what we're seeing a lot of here i think you know so um, this control of information and, and data that we're given and it, are they trying to portray it in a way to to paint this picture you know to for this illusion for us to buy into now when you look at the chakras and the planets now the crown chakra goes in with jupiter the third eye with saturn uh, mars is for the root venus uh, sun moon mercury blah 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 but we're going to be focusing on jupiter and saturn mainly through this um, so we've got the uh, Great Conjunction coming up mm-hmm. tomorrow, actually, yeah? It's just mad, isn't it? Winter solstice and the conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn, the crown and the third eye. So it's going to be interesting to see what's what's going to occur, if there's going to be anything that they're going to try and do to um, to to stop any benefits that's going to bring us. Because they, they, they always have to counteract everything. They have to try and shut it down. Uh, I did. I did have a bit of a uh, download on the way down. This is like you know. Sometimes when these downloads come through, they might be wrong. You know, it might be wrong. You know, but I had a download that um, something said that they were that the queen was going to be sacrificed. Oh really? You know, that's yeah. What, that's what it come through and said. And I, I might, like I said, I, I might be completely. You know off, what? You know? That would be the ultimate because it's the crown. Mm-hmm. That you know, that I could quite easily go along with that man. If that does happen. Mad. That's mad that's because that is through strong before, like that is, driving down. That is the crown going down on the day that the crown should be in conjunction. Mm-hmm. You know, the 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 chakra crown should and be what in conjunction. What created a distraction, not just across oh, yeah. the UK, but how that affects the world. You know, yeah, but my missus is convinced she's been dead for ages, man. She yeah. just thinks I keep bringing out these these lookalikes or whatever. But it'll yeah. just be the it'll just be the um, the puppeteering of that. You yeah, know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Actually, like the announcement of it. Yeah. <laughs> man tomorrow's going to be interesting yeah what if that happens you know i don't know but just that's what come through i'm waiting on that because that is obviously the the same day as the winter solstice now interestingly enough there was a triple conjunction of saturn jupiter and mars uh in the 40th degree of aquarius this was back on the 20th of march 1345 this is the date the black death came into effect and that is the spring equinox right and that was the date that our lockdown was announced, which is we're going to get fully into. Now, uh, Alistair Crowley um, describes the crown in some of his books. He associates it with uh, numerous things, but the main ones, Odin, Zeus, which is Jupiter. Okay, so, so on the March 20th, uh, 1345, there was a triple conjunction of Saturn, Jupiter and Mars on the fourth degree of, um, of Aquarius. So that was the spring equinox, and that was when the Black Death emerged. So the, that's when the plague swept across Europe, which again is interesting because it's the the equinox. We've got the star, 
and you've got all these conjunctions and um so at the beginning of this year we had a we had we had a conjunction of saturn and pluto um so the grim reaper if you like saturn and the god of the underworld pluto uh which is a star of the establishment you you know that something was was going to occur this year you know it was already in it was already sort of in the stars um 2020 is the year of the rat which um the chinese believed that is the year when uh, the god of age was offended and we had to inc incur his curse which is bad luck which is uh, seems to be the way it's working out at the moment um just a quick little look at the number 20 uh it represents the god solar for the mayors um represents a fundamental um a difference which creates the in the world two relatively antagonistic poles particularly the opposition spirit matter so it's the idea of the physical and spiritual going against each other uh it's been likened to the devil um the number 20 and that's to say that it's it's material world as opposed to the spiritual uh saint jerome um considered it um uh, Saint Jerome considered the number 20 ominous uh, because it indicates the universal fight. It also represents the source of energy of the world. So this is all in the, the, the 2020. So we're getting, it seems to me like it's, it's pre-planned with this sort of, uh, with this idea. Interesting enough, next year, uh, the equinox um, in September will be at 2020, like time-wise, which I just thought was quite oh, interesting man. as well, man. Uh, so the number 19 for COVID-19 uh, is made up of a 1 and 9. 1 signifies a beginning and 9 uh, signifies the end. Um, so the number 19 basically means you're set for the next stage in life from a numerological perspective. So you've got the 2020 with all what the 20 means and then you've got the COVID-19 and that is the beginning and the end of, you know, of something new. Possibly the beginning of life how we knew it and the start of the new life that they're trying to put on us. Just going to say as well, I don't know if you're going to you want to mention this as well, but something I read earlier, I don't know a lot about astronomy and stuff like that, but I, I know a little bit roundabout stuff. And it was saying about how um, at when uh, the sun, uh, Saturn and Jupiter is at the same point, they're all going to be at no degrees, which from an astrological perspective means uh, like a cosmic reset right, in yeah. terms of the light, you know. Okay, all oh, right, I see. But yeah, because there's meant, because as well as the conjunction, is there not a, um, there's a big alignment going on as well, yeah. I think, on the same day. Uh, someone was telling me about it, but I need to find out exactly what that is. Yeah. But yeah, so some mad. So you know, this, the the signs are from the from the side of the light. You know, like from the you know from the positivity sort of thing, the yeah. cycles of consciousness. Because you know, like for example, I've, on this podcast, I've spoke before about these cycles of consciousness that permeate through the human ex experience. Mm. You know, the, you sing about it in your tracks as yeah. well. The ancients were aware of this. You know, and um, I just like just to add add to sort of clarify what you're saying as well. It seems like that these uh, sort of elite, you know, that on that operate on these lines like we spoke about last time, yeah, they're yeah. aware of this secret knowledge and that's maybe it. they are sort of operating on a, I don't know, through a darker lens or a darker force yeah, or something I that's trying so, to man. guide it off the tracks, you know? Yeah, I think they try and counteract anything like that, you know? If, if something good is meant to be occurring, they'd make sure that something bad happens and then that takes over um, our thoughts, I suppose, you yeah. know? Rather the than manifestation, really. Yeah, exactly. Thoughts, yeah, thoughts yeah. Acquire the and manifestation. then possibly forever associate that specific date um, with something bad. Mm -hmm. 
like 9-11, for example. You know, if people see 9-11 on their phone that aren't even at all spiritual or into conspiracy theories, when they see it, they will still think of yeah. planes crashing into towers, like, you know. Um, and, yeah, they, 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 they seem to like do that a lot, I think. They, anything that's good, uh, they, they will try and corrupt. you just got to look at veganism. I mean, look at veganism with quite a pure diet. Well, obviously, it was very pure, but since the since the uh, system got its hands on it, and they're putting out all this manufactured, processed crap, that you know, what I mean, doesn't have actually any health benefits. All right, so um, basically, like next, I wanted to look at uh, the wheel of the year. Are you familiar with the, the wheel of the year? It's like a pagan Wiccan. Never seen that before. Thing like that. So it's basically uh, it's basically a circle. Um, I mean, obviously, from from a wheel, it's cut into eight bits. And it's what a lot of Wiccan uh, pagan uh, things follow. Um, so it's it's Yule, it's Imbolc, Ostara, Beltane. Uh, you see, blah blah blah. You know, and it goes all the way around, which are like the uh, which are like the um, the Sabbaths, if you like. Um, so if we go through this, this is like a. It says witches may devote uh, devote their rituals to different aspects um, of gods and goddesses along points um, throughout the wheel of the year. So the, the, there's rituals that are involved for each one. So I thought let's try and put this on the COVID timeline and see what we come up with and look up certain dates um, that, that that were like quite big announcements and see if they had sort of uh, any relevance anywhere. Mm-hmm. So the first one we've got. Thirty uh, first of January, first two cases of coronavirus confirmed in in the UK, which is quite a big announcement. Uh, obviously, January is to do with Janus, um, and you've got the gods just looking forward into the future and looking backwards. So you get this idea that sort of goes in with the nineteen of the COVID nineteen, this idea of uh, beginning and an end, mm-hmm. uh, like a new like a new um, a new path, if you like. So on the 1st of um, February, so it was the eve of this, yeah, it, it, was, uh, it was in bulk, which is um, one of the Wiccan holidays, or which is you know, what they celebrate. It was, um, it's been merged in Christianity with the Feast of St. Brigid. So, but it's all to do with the goddess, uh, the, um, the new uh, lunar new year, celebration of the triple goddess. Uh, the goddess of the moon and seasons um, and it's about her being transformed from the crone into the virgin so what happens is throughout the year with the triple goddess it starts as the virgin innocent pure or the maiden then it goes into the mother and then it becomes the crone the the wise woman and these are the three stages of the triple goddess that these people are, are really into man like massively um so Yep, so we've got so we've got one going on already. So straight away on the eve of this Wiccan festival, we, we're announced that we've got coronavirus in this country. Um, yeah, so yeah, like I was saying, like the triple goddess is always like it's like the beginning, the middle, the end. It's mm-hmm. always the same sort of thing: past, present, future. Yep. Um, and interestingly, Bridget was also the goddess of medicine and fertility, which we which will come up a lot as well. Um, to the next uh, sort of major announcement um, was about the first business deal to suffer due to coronavirus was an Australian company called Crown Results. 
Yep. So again, the idea of the crown, it's the first thing to go down in the in the business world since the coronavirus, uh, you know, was was sort of made public since it since it came out. Is that a coincidence, or is that again symbolic of the crown? We're we're, we're shutting your crown down, yeah. and it, that that was the first business to be sacrificed. Um, so the thirty first of January was also on a Friday, uh, which comes from um, which basically the Roman equivalent is Venus. So again, the idea of the goddess. So it's announced on the day of the goddess, on the eve of the celebration of the goddess. Right, and it, this might seem a bit mad at the moment, but once we go around this wheel, yeah. it's a reoccurring theme, and it can't, it can't just be chance, like, yeah. you know. Um, so then you've got, so then you've got the the twenty sixth of February. There's a coronavirus outbreak at a Nike conference in Edinburgh. Nike or Nike yeah. is the goddess of victory. Mm-hmm. So again, we're seeing this goddess come through. It's also it was the twenty sixth of February, which was a Wednesday. And it is also um, the Egyptian day of, it's not Nut, I think it's Nut it's pronounced, but it's, it's spelt Nut. Yeah. The Egyptian day of Nut, the goddess of healing and fertility. So again, we've got this idea of medicine, fertility, the goddess being attacked with the goddess of victory. Again, on the, on, on, you know, so that's twice already and we're only in February at the moment. Um, the first death from coronavirus confirmed in the UK on the 5th of March. Now, the 5th of March is an old Egyptian festival honouring the goddess Isis as Lady of the Moon, celebrated with the launching of uh, a boat of offerings. So is that first death from coronavirus the offering? And again, you've got the goddess theme to it, Isis uh, and, and the moon, which is always constantly throughout this. And that takes us all the way to the 20th of March, which was the spring equinox. Um, so on that day, Boris Johnson basically announced that a lockdown was coming on Monday. He ordered uh, cafes, pubs, restaurants to close. So it, it was it was quite a big announcement because we hadn't been locked down previously to that, but it yeah. wasn't the actual lockdown. Now, Spring Equinox, um, Ostara, again, it's all about the goddess. Again, yeah, he's always in it. And you'll get uh, these 40-day periods as well. Like, you get 40 days of Lent. You get 40 days after all of these. So you've got um, from the full equinox uh, to Halloween, 40 days. From um, from Christmas to Candle Mass, which is the in bulk, which is the one we just looked at, 40 days. Um, and again, uh, and again, some um, when it comes to... The spring equinox it could be associated with the triple goddess again wiccans will will uh, honor the triple goddess throughout this time it's also oh, just keep yeah all right cool man yeah no worries bro all right cool man um so in, in uh in satanism and stuff um it's the beginning of the 40 day season of sacrifice right so uh, again, the idea of 40 days from March the 22nd to May the 1st is known as the, se- as the season of sacrifice. Now, interestingly, quarantine means 40 days. The uh, etymology of quarantine is actually 40 days. So if we're seeing this quarantine, this 40 day uh, season of sacrifice played out throughout the year. And we constantly see it because everything starts on it and everything ends on it. 
and I'll, I'll we'll do my best to prove that now. Um, so on the 23rd, we had the full lockdown. We went into proper lockdown on the 20 um, on the 23rd. So on the third day after the spring equinox, the sun breaks past the equator and thus fully emerges from its tomb of the southern hemisphere. This symbolically represents Lucifer, the light bringer. So what they've done, and it's also it's Venus Day, because Venus and Lucifer can be one in the same, um, because it's uh, the morning star, they both share the same name. So what they've done was they had to leave it, they couldn't announce it on the spring equinox because it wouldn't have been in Aries. Yeah, it, uh, um, if you're familiar with Santos Bonacci's work, his uh, syncretism chant shows that Aries is the crown. So they had to leave it three days until Venus Day or the day of Lucifer to announce the lockdown because had they done it on the 20th, it would have been Pisces and it wouldn't have worked. So they had to um, do it three days later so it's on the crown. And that was a Monday, which is a moon day, which is the goddess again, right? So I couldn't, uh, you know, it's very particular. That's why when people were going, oh, uh, I don't know why he didn't do it sooner. Why is he waiting till then? He's waiting for Pacific dates. It's not, there's it's, it's, it's no mistake in this stuff. Do you know what I mean? They, they hold out until Pacific dates to announce. Right. Um, and obviously March is Mars, which is to do with the war, the war on the crown. Um, yeah, it goes quite deep, man. Um, and Venus, uh, in mythology, is um, associated with Mars. It's one of her lovers. So there's an association again with the with the date, the days, and everything that's, that's occurring. It all it all links up, like you know. Um, so also clapping for carers. We started doing that throughout the year on a Thursday. Yeah, and we clap. The God of Thunder Mother. on a Thursday, yeah, and that went on for ages. That was just one of them things. Is it a coincidence or is it not? It doesn't seem that coincidental to me. So on the first of May, Matt Hancock um, announced that fertility clinics will be allowed to open again from the eleventh of May. Now Beltane occurs on the first of uh, May, uh, which was a Friday again, the day of Venus, the goddess. Okay, so on the 1st of May, Matt Hancock's announced that uh, fertility clinics would be allowed to open again from the 11th. Now, Beltane occurs every year on the 1st of May, and that was a Friday in 2020, which again, like we said, goes in with the goddess, the Venus, on the Friday. And it's traditionally associated with fertility magic, funnily enough, and it happens to be the same day that he announced this fertility clinic thing, yeah? So that... Um, Dancing is uh, an important aspect of the celebration. Around this time, we were seeing nurses and that dancing around, a lot of that stuff going on. So a lot of it was relevant to how the uh, Festival of Beltane is actually sort of like celebrated and was 40 days, again, in that season of sacrifice or quarantine, the 40 days, we've got the same time period again. Um, that takes us to the 31st of May and the 1st of June. So the 1st of June, lockdown measures were eased. Uh, school children could start returning back to class. So um, f uh, ending on the 31st, so basically the day after, you have the Festival of Diana, which was a Roman holiday about the goddess. The 30th of May, which was about, uh, which is Freak's Day, about, about, which is named after Friday, the yeah. goddess. 
the 31st of May, Feast of the Triple Goddess, uh, marking the transformation of the Virgin into the Mother. So from where we started off, the Maiden is now turning into the Mother. Um, so you have all this stuff, and then, then on the very next day, so when, you know, on the eve of this stuff, you'll go straight into... Uh, you know, like the, the announcement or something's allowed to happen. And where, where she's transforming into the virgin, into the mother, relates to the school kids going back. Do you see what I mean? The connection, because it's no longer the maiden, it's now the mother. So we have an announcement about school. Um, it, it's insane, man. Yeah, and, and I'm sure that there's loads that I've missed, but I think I've got enough to to sort of... Um, the picture. Yeah, it's just, yeah, definitely, man. So uh, June is named after the Roman goddess, Juno, who is the wife of Jupiter. So we see Jupiter and Saturn coming up a lot throughout this, along with the goddesses. We will keep seeing it. Um, she's the equivalent to the Greek goddess Hera. So, um, yeah, daughter of Saturn. This is Juno, daughter of Saturn, wife of Jupiter, mother of Mars. And so all of these characters, we would... We've keep, we keep seeing all the way through this. Um, she was called uh, Reg uh, Regina, in, which, which is Queen, so again associated with the crown. Uh, on Saturday, the 20th of June, it was the summer solstice. Uh, we didn't get any major announcements to do with COVID, but what it was also on a Saturn day. Yeah, it was Saturn day, the 20th of June. But on that day, we did get a terrorist attack in... Um, in Reading with a guy started knifing people killed three people interestingly the three aspects of the triple goddess mm -hmm. yeah in f and in that park there's a massive sun which is solar representation wow. which they were killed in front of now for me I'm a, a lot with these terrorist attacks I think that they mind control someone and get them to go and do it on Pacific dates uh, I'll do a little bit about that at the end which sort of goes in with this same timeline. You can apply terrorism to it a lot of the time as well. Um, so that happened. He got arrested, and on 11-11, he uh, pleaded guilty. So on the 11th of November, he pleaded guilty, whether that's relevant or not, I'm not too sure. But, um, yeah, and it was interesting because that the big lion in the park there is to do with uh, British involvement in um, an Afghan war as well. So whether that spot was chosen for something significant there, I'm not uh, entirely sure. But the um, summer solstice itself, again, a lot of it is to do with, um, a lot of it's to do with goddesses again. So you've got, uh, yeah. Yeah, turn it back on. Yeah, so the, the solstice is often associated with different um, goddesses as well. All here is day, the name we've seen already. A lot of people have the same name for, for deities, but um, they, they basically represent the, the, like the same thing, but they have, various names but they all they all have an equivalent you know in their own sort of civilizations or whatever for their own cultures um, so when we go to the, the 24th of June uh, which was the first uh, vaccine tests um, on humans so it was when the human trials uh, were first started 300 volunteers take part the 300 is quite important you know the uh, I think it's the committee of 300 it's, it's, it's a something that gets spoke about a lot in conspiracy circles and where the idea of the film come from the 300 but anyway it's the first uh, uh human trials of the vaccine now the 24th of june is uh 
it's basically is it's the time to honour the horned god um, who is actually the the uh, the one who's always with the triple goddess. You get the triple goddess and her, her consort, if you like, is the horned god. So again, it links up there. Um, it's also the Templar Holy Day. So it's a big day for Freemasonry this day as well. Um, which is pretty mad about bringing order out of chaos from the equinoxes and the solstices which I think what we're going to see here I think they're going to push people to a point where there is chaos that they can then really bring their order out of I don't know how long it's going to take but once people start rioting big time in the street that is going to be the push to get the, the order out of chaos so it's, it's, it's a, yeah, like I said it's an important time for Freemasons um, there's also some other uh, um, some other practices that go on here around this time. Uh, it's thought to, that supernatural entities were, um, that were awakened at Beltane were at full strength by this point and can do their greatest harm, um, which I thought was quite interesting as well. If they, if it is a some sort of, if they're trying to, you know, invoke yeah. some sort of, some sort of evil force. Um, so then it takes us to the 24th of July, which was when face coverings become mandatory on public transport and, and all that, which I think was around the time that we spoke last time, um, because I remember coming down and not wearing a mask on the train and getting some funny looks. That actually, co that actually coexisted with uh, Hathor Day, which is an uh, ancient uh, Egyptian goddess. Um, patron of love, happiness, music, dancing, a ton of other awesome things. But again, it's the idea of the goddess, masked up on, on the same day. We're seeing the uh, reoccurring themes. Um, then we're going to go to the 31st of July slash the 1st of August. Um, and on this day, um, measures were lifted. Oh no, sorry, measures were due to be lifted on the 1st of August, but they in fact held some of it back for another two weeks. The 1st of August is Lamas, um, which again is on this, this pagan wheel. Um, it symbolised, uh, it's, it's the story of a, a god and a goddess, but the, the, the basic idea of it is that death is symbolised um, by, the, by the death of the god. And what happens is it's basically on the, uh, on the wheel. It's like the sun rises to a certain point, then when it gets to the, the other equinox, that's then the descent into the underworld, or the descent into darkness, or the death. It can be, you know, it's, it's symbolised in lots of ways. Um, again, a lot of these dates are falling on either Saturday, Friday, or Monday. Most of them are fall on these days. Well, pretty much every single one of them. Yep, so that takes us to the 3rd of August, which is when the government launched their Eat Out to Help Out scheme. Now, the 31st of July is when the Harvest Festival um, coming 40 days after summer solstice. Um, so again, you've got this idea of the 40 days. Again, the 40 days starts, something happens, the 40 days ends, the 40 days means quarantine. It's also uh, the Festival of Loki, which was the trickster god. Um, but then going through from July the 31st to the, the 2nd of August is a feast uh, to the uh, old Celtic and Irish goddess, um, which is basically what, what it's all about. Uh, it's also the feast of the Black Madonna, which is the Gnostic celebration of the dark goddess. Then from the 3rd of August, 
um, all the way through uh, the rest of the month pretty much but definitely for the first two weeks is feasts constantly so um, you've got the Greek celebration of maiden spirits um, you've got the feast of Diana or Artemis um, you've got the feast of Druids uh, the feast of the father sky blah 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 there's a lot of feasting going on so when they're trying to get you out into the restaurant mm. you, 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 you're participating in their ritual like you know um, and then again you come to the equinox in September the 22nd um, again which is like where the 40 day period the quarantine begins from there to uh, Halloween it would take us up to and on that day um, we had the announcement that the new rules were likely to be in place for another six months. So the rule of six is going to be in place for another six months, six months after the, the first lockdown. So you've got the 666. Also, on this uh, Wickham wheel, there's an occurrence every six weeks. So we're talking about the equinox. And yeah, so on that day, he announced that the rule of six was going to be in place for another six months. And that was six months after the first lockdown. And on, on the wheel, an occurrence happens every six weeks on this wheel of the year. So some every six weeks you get something. So there's a lot of 666 going on in all, in all this stuff here. Um, so you're looking at, uh, uh, like on the solstice, um, you have rituals that were concerned, again, with the goddess that goes into the underworld uh, for autumn to return in spring. Um, it's, it's often associating a god or a goddess going down in, into their, their descent into darkness. Um, yeah, so they basically they have a sub out every six weeks. Um, so again, working with this, we get the 666 continuously. It's everywhere. Um, you know, rule of six, uh, two metres apart, which is about six foot, I think, 6.6 .6 or something feet. And that was announced in September which means seven so again an idea of the seventh that keeps coming back as well yeah. uh, it's on a tuesday which is associated with mars which is a character we keep seeing throughout in the march and mars association with venus and all this so the 40 day period from then takes us to halloween which obviously doesn't really need much explanation it's a it's a massive thing about the um mainly about the the guiding of souls and the the dead, isn't it? You know, yeah. it's mostly got this. So on that day, Boris Johnson announced that we'd be going into another lockdown, and that was to take place from the fifth of November. That again was on a Saturn day, Halloween. Yep, and the idea of Saturn again. Um, and again, obviously, it's it's the Celtic New Year as well, which is the like the Halloween. So you get this idea of, again, like we were saying about the goddess descending or the god or goddess descending, uh, souls of the dead, um, you know, and all this kind of stuff. Uh, it's, a, it's a time of sacrifice as well. So it all took place on the 5th of November. So it was announced on Halloween to, to come into play on the 5th of November, which is obviously to do with Guy Fawkes Night and going up against the government. And what I, what I discovered as well, which I'll just touch upon briefly, uh, quickly now, was um, Guy Fawkes Night at first was something that we were forced to celebrate. The state uh, told all churches that everyone had to participate in this celebration. And over the years, it's become something that we like and, you know, it's, it's, it's fun for us. But originally, it was forced upon us. You, you have to 
you know, you have to give praise that the, the that the king and the government were saved, and you know. But um, it's interesting because every Guy Fawkes night, every fifth of November, there's there's a huge march. You know, we have the um, the Midian Mask March, FIFA Vendetta people everywhere out in the street. So for Boris to bring that, he knows that that happens every year because we're, we're always outside Westminster, and I'm sure I'll think other places in the country. He knows that's happening. It's a big opposition to government, and this is, I feel, symbolic of crushing any opposition to their plan. Because um, if it was that important, you'd announce it on on Halloween to come into play straight away. You wouldn't leave it till the fifth of November, which was like, well, it was a, well, when he, you would have brought it in at least on the Monday. You wouldn't bring it in on a Wednesday or Thursday. It just seems yeah. it seems odd. So it was definitely had some sort of significance. Um, and that basically brings us towards uh, tomorrow, which is the next major date on this, which is obviously the winter solstice and the conjunction of Saturn, Jupiter. Um, and it's it's yours, so it's going to be interesting to see like where where Amazing. all this goes. Yeah, really interesting. And like I said earlier on, um, it turned out that the Chinese announced that the first cluster of patients with uh, pneumonia of an unknown cause had been identified on the 21st of December 2019. So um, almost a year ago exactly today. And going through this, I mean, I think the wearing of face masks, the the announcement of lockdowns, uh, new rules, they're all quite major announcements from, from our experience of the year. And every single one lands on these dates that are associated with the goddess. And I, I, to be honest, I don't know exactly what it all means. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that as spiritual beings, we need a balance of masculine spiritual beings. I'm guessing that it's, it's to do with uh, balance. And you've got, to have, you've got to have the feminine and the masculine energy working in unison to, to possibly open the crown. Um, I'm also seeing like the triple goddess as uh, as like the, the three parts of the brain, the holy trinity, it, like as well as uh, mind, body, and soul. Lower brain, uh, which is like your R complex, and then uh, mammalian brain, I think it is, and then the next one, which is the like, the, the, the human brain, which is like empathy and understanding. And I think they are shutting us down, making us more animalistic, lower base chakra. And it, it, it seems clear as day that, that, that that's what's going on with the colours, the symbols, why, they, why they're working to some sort of occult calendar. What does all this mean? Right, it's got to be some kind, it's got to be symbolic of some kind of ritual being yeah. performed on us all. I know, I know we, obviously we can all feel that, you know, that's coming because, <clears throat> you know, on a personal level, just speaking from my own journey, it seems that there's been a huge speed of my own evolution over the last two years mm. and especially over the last six months just even in relation just i mean i could t- i could attack so many different elements of in relationship to areas that do affect the chakras and affect the psyche and affect your evolution of consciousness which i know now yeah. but just the one when you said about the masculine energy even in the last six months i felt a huge evolution in how i've navigated that plane right. and how through navigating it in a more cleaner and a more through a better lens how that has affected my own senses and how it's affected yeah. the way i see the world so right, it's like yeah. So, you know, just, just just to give that one example, you know, yeah. there's, there's many we can look at. So, I mean, we, we often see these people as, uh, you know, um, religion's very man-based, isn't it? Mm. You know, like the God, the Father and all this. It's always, um, there's not much of the goddess aspects left in religion. 
Uh, so it's a very solar-dominated uh, world that we live in. And I think that possibly it is like an attack on that goddess, the moon side, to, you know, because both have to work in unison. Mm-hmm. Um, the sun's pretty pointless without the moon and the moon's pretty pointless without the sun. They're both as important as each other, yeah. but we we focus more on the on the sun and, and less on the lunar. And, um, and I mean, I, I, like I say, I've found this stuff. I don't know exactly what it means. I can't tell you exactly what it all means, but it, it is clear that they're working to some kind of agenda and the days are always to do with goddesses. So it, it's got to be either some kind of attack on it. I mean, may, maybe some of the may, may, maybe some of the viewers might be able to shed some light on it, like, you know? But it's kind of one of them that you feel as well, you know, but as you're going through them. Sometimes, like the way my mind works, anyway. Sometimes, you know, I can't. My mind doesn't work in sort of uh, unicism with like dates and stuff. But it's like I see pictures, and it's like I feel. Mm. I start feeling it, and I start going back in my mind and and viewing how my psyche's been sort of been affected by certain things in the past and on them dates and things like that. And it's like I think if you can, if you if you're not someone who can like who works in that way where you can see dates, I think you can. If you just look back and tune in yourself, you'll be able to feel the. The sort of the synchronicities around that period you can start feeling the intuition coming mm. forward i mean even like for example i mean i know this this day that's coming up tomorrow i'm not saying like i'm not going to make a prediction and say like anything's going to happen or anything mm. like that but the intuition's telling us something's going to happen yeah. you know and i don't mean it's not going to necessarily be something in the case of like um you know where it's going to be it's going to be so noticeable but i mean like maybe it's just something that is a, a, a new beginning, a yeah. new cycle or something, or like a reset of consciousness that's so subtle that maybe some people might notice it, but some people might just think it's a they're making different decisions in their lives yeah. or something, or they, or they it might be a little subtle or something, you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what it's going to bring, man. I mean, I'm, I'm always trying to feel the, uh, you know, like the positive aspects of what's going on, but I, I do, in the back of my mind, think they may try and. Um, yeah, they may try and do something to to throw us off, you know. So we we can't experience that as as we should do. Um, it's going to be interesting to see exactly what happens. You know, we've got all these alignments. You've got the solstice. It's all going on on one day. And from from quite a while ago, I've been saying we need to keep our eye on this date because mm-hmm. this is like uh, you know it's going to be an important one. Uh, it was even like with the one in um, September with the announcement of the rule of six for another six months. I said to people prior to it, I mean, I don't know what he's going to announce. I went, but the six would be involved. I guarantee you six would be involved. And sure enough, I had people messaging me going, he was right, you know, the rule of six, another six months. It's like six, six, six. It's so obvious, these people, that you can you can follow them because they, they have to show off. They're show-offs, yeah. you know what I mean? Oh, like like serial killers are. They they collect trophies or they leave clues because yeah, because they're sick in the head, and that that is because they're so egotistic and and psychopathic that they think that they can get away with it because they think that they're more superior. You know, um, say like governments and stuff. They go to like places like Eton, and they they will learn Latin and they will learn about um, mythology and stuff. You know, Boris is always quoting Greek or Roman mythology. It's it's showing off their intelligence because that's for them. You know, we don't do Latin in normal schools. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We don't get taught this stuff, but they do in those kind of places, and uh, they really like to show it off. Do you have any theories on where where that came from? Because I know that um, you know you go back and look at ancient cultures. They talk about you know this how this esoteric knowledge at one time was you know it was it was in plain sight. You know, mm. but it's maybe that 
I don't know, maybe like something that I have in my mind is maybe they've you know they've stumbled stumbled across this at one point in time after that after that golden era, you know, of like yeah. Egypt and the Mayan cultures and stuff like that. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe they've like they've manipulated it in, in some sense or something or yeah, yeah, I think that's good. You know, it's good, definitely a possibility, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I, they 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 definitely know what they're doing. I feel you know, they, there's no way you could just uh, fluke all this stuff. Mm-hmm. It just seems like. Seems too impossible, you know. And you can, yeah, you could put it in. Uh, I mean, you could put some of it down to, oh, it just so happened to be that day. But when it's constant, it like, it can't be. Do you know what I mean? It, 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 they're definitely working with that old knowledge. Um, like I said, maybe not directly them. But uh, oh yeah, just just quickly, it was not until the thirty first of December in um, two thousand and nineteen that the Chinese confirms they were treating loads of cases and that a new virus was infecting people. Um, and that is an Egyptian day as well, to do with the goddess, uh, um, the destroyer-devourer aspect of the goddess. So it all fits in with this timeline. And then, like I said earlier, there's certain terrorist attacks that have linked in with it as well. So in um, in Bolok, the, the first one, the day after it, there was uh, terrorist stabbings in Streatham. Um, in history, that, that was in 2020 as well. In history, we've had uh, the Belgian Brussels bombing was on the spring equinox, which was the season of sacrifice, the beginning of it. Uh, the UK Westminster attack in 2017, again, was on the spring equinox. Um, then you had the Egyptian uh, attack of the Russian plane, that was on Halloween. Uh, Lockerbie in the UK in 88, that was on the winter solstice, the 21st of the 12th. And then the last one I just read about was the, the 31st of the 12th um, in relation to the announcement. Again, you'll find a terrorist attack, UK Manchester train station. Uh, which is that day of the goddess, the devourer, uh, and all that aspect of it. Again, um, it's, it's quite interesting the terror attacks because like you, you'll find funny stuff with that as well. So we had an MP get stabbed in the UK, and that was on ISIS day. It's quite interesting again the goddess, but and then they use ISIS as well for the terrorist organisation, yeah. uh, which again is the goddess. Is it? Is it? Is it? Well, are we trying to make stuff, bad stuff occur? For us to associate that with, or, or is it all symbolic? I mean, I don't I really know. Do you know what I mean? But all, all, all I can do is find uh, coincidences, if, for want of a better word, that, and and try and establish exactly what's going on. I mean, the same date three times pops up for terrorist attacks in the UK. Um, the Manchester Arena was on the twenty second of the fifth, two thousand and seventeen. Lee Rigby, the, that attack in London, that was on the 25th, uh, sorry, the 22nd of the 5th, uh, 2013. There was a failed nail bomb in Plymouth on the 22nd of the 5th, 2008. Um, I was trying to find stuff about these days, and they appear to be in between two uh, Roman days. Um, uh, Vidovis and Vulcanalia. Um, so one's on the 21st, one's on the 23rd. I couldn't find anything else uh, significant about that, but there must be something there for three terror attacks to occur in the same country on the same date. It's a bit odd. Someone's working to a calendar. You know what I mean? You, you can't flute this stuff. Or the stars are 
actually the ones that dictate the actions of people and it is beyond humans that's you know it, 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 you've got two there's two ways of looking at it and i rack my brain thinking which one can it be you know but there's either way we should be looking at these dates and and sort of preparing stuff around them uh the uk london bridge attack there was, it was on the day of uh, bologna which is the roman goddess of war uh, they go on and on you can go through them i mean as soon as something happens look up the date see what relevance it has like you know and and see what else you can find in regards to as well just maybe maybe the, i don't know if you've got any more to add but maybe bring it in but um when you talk about the preparation sort of things uh, to prep prep yourself it's kind of interesting because you know um like I said, it seems to be that something is going on where it is trying to knock us off balance in, in terms of the, the preparation, you yeah. know. I kind of feel like maybe, you know, one of the biggest things that I can, I can feel is, 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 you know, instead of like, instead of like allowing them to dictate the rhythms of yourself, you know, try and try and tune into to what you feel yeah. and what you think because a lot of people are like, like for COVID example, a lot of people are walking around and they know something's up. But the there's a, the majority of people who are being dictated by the rhythms are in fear, you know, yeah. and then they're the ones who's not even like putting themselves in a in a in a state to 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 access other uh, other feelings or other yeah. energies or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah. So maybe like just you know try and like lift. I know it's easy saying this, but you know like tune into what you feel you know instead yeah. of like letting other people dictate your rhythms because i think that's what it's about it's the, these rhythms are being knocked the, these natural rhythms that we have access to i think i know every, it's a cliche thing but everyone says nature and stuff like that but we mm. in our lives we feel the things that you can connect to 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 balance them out you know yeah and what things you shouldn't be there's a, there's a, there's like a, um uh who's it again who says this um you know the the oh, I can't remember if it's Anthony Peake or something, but anyway, someone talks about the, the higher the higher self concept. How there's a there is a higher self within you. I think he calls it the Damien. Right. That is trying to like you know it's trying to it's offer it's offering up better choices in your mm. life to to tune in. You know, and I just kind of feel like we have to try and tune into that more to yeah. feel these rhythms and stuff. To to push the bullshit aside yeah. so we can truly see and focus on what we need to be doing, mm. and that is essentially just not but not caving into this fear and this. Uh, this this lower level energy yeah, that definitely. they're trying to trap us into, man. Um, if there's time, quickly, I just yeah, wanted go to go into quickly. Some this is going off the back of something I heard Mark Passio say. Uh, Mark Passio, uh, I don't know if you've ever watched any of his lectures, but he's an ex uh, Church of Satan member. He was quite high up, I think, um, within that. And he he said something once that the that the elite see soldiers and the police as nothing more than dogs, as their pets. And the evidence he gives to support that is the dog tag that soldiers wear. And I thought, this is quite an interesting concept, so I'm going to look into it a bit. So I looked up um, other terminology. I'll just run through some of them quickly. Dogs of war for mercenaries. Okay. Um, and a soldier, uh, when you look at the etymology, actually means one having pay. So you're paid to fight. Mercenary, you're st still a dog of war. Yeah, so dogs of war. Um, you've got like the marine corps and corps from corporation is body just because it's mentally dead you know so it is the corps and they go by um, devil dog is a nickname for a US marine from the marine corps so the devil dog which is God lived backwards as well interestingly um, so you've got all that uh, the corps goes with corporal which is body of troops uh, like I said, same with corporation. United States, Deployable Operations Group, DOG. 
Uh, DOG, Deployable Operations Group. Dogfight, when soldiers fight in planes in the sky. It's called a dogfight. Dogface in the military refers to a US Army foot soldier serving in the infantry. Infantry is a good word because that uh, obviously indicates young, infants, infantry. It's, that's where the root of the word comes from, from infants. There's a song called The Dogface Soldier that they sing proudly. Um, yeah, we look at a few like weapons and uh, stuff like that. There's a hound dog, which is a supersonic turbojet propelled air launched cruise missile. Uh, FIDO explosive detector. Uh, remotely operated video enhanced receiver, rover. Yep, you've got all this stuff. It's all to do with military. Military collar. Uh, Leatherneck is a military slang term for a member of the United States Marine Corps. Again, goes in with like the, the devil dog. It's another nickname, Leatherneck. And what wears leather around their collar? Dogs. Uh, we've got in Britain, we've got the Bulldog, which is a, an armoured vehicle. Um, Mud Puppy is a uh, slang for army military police. And that's what you'd call them, a mad puppy. Uh, a pup tent in America is like these little tents that the soldiers used to sleep in. You know, uh, you've got all this terminology. Watchdog, you know, for security or people that are watching. Uh, lapdog, which is what these soldiers and police are. And the reason I want to get this out here is because these are the people that are going to be enforcing this on us. Because the people that are coming up with the ideas are weak old men, you know what I mean? They, they, they need us and people in these kind of positions to enforce their agenda. And if we can show them that they are seen and uh, as nothing as their obedient, loyal pets, then maybe we can get them to leave their jobs and the whole thing will fucking collapse. Yeah. That's, that's my reasoning for it. Probably. Um, tooth to tail ratio is a military term. Uh, we, you know, it just keeps going. Um, Navy seals, seals are the dogs of the sea, yep, or sea dog, yeah, as you like, if you like. Um, what else we got? Sea pup is a junior for the navy. Uh, dog's body is a is a common term in the Royal Navy, it means junior junior officer. Um, then you've got a plane, the howler. Uh, you've got this other one, uh, U.S. Marine Corps growler, which is something that they drive about in. Uh, another plane called the Kennel, and you've got certain slang, military utility truck tactical, which is mutt. Yeah, so again, even in their thing, a pickup point is a pup or a pull-up point. Um, you, you get it a lot uh, in dog as well. So you've got um, a FEMA one, disaster attached working group, dog. So, you know, you get the same thing comes through. A poor is also a proud army wife. Uh, what else you got? Fangs. So uh, the fang fairy is slang for a dental technician in the Navy. Marine Corps, again, US, go brush your fangs. So they even refer to their teeth in slang as fangs. Um, there's a lot about bones. Uh, military doctor, for example, his, his slang name is Bones. You've got uh, British Army slang terms for a pistol, a barker or a barking iron. Yeah, then you've got uh, a bulldog is a name for a pistol. Um, uh, a stick is also a nickname for a pistol. So fetch your stick. Yeah. Yeah. And your tail is your sword. Uh, some other canine related stuff. You've got foxhole shelters, which the soldiers used to dig themselves into. And if you want to get a fox out of 
foxhole shelter, you've seen the dogs in from you know from hunting. So it's all it's all very very mad and very um. It's too it's too blatant to be a coincidence, man. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Uh, fox is obviously um, a code word as well for friendly fire. You've got uh, vehicles called dingoes, uh, coyotes. You've got a lot of wolf symbology. Um, the wolves in certain military groups, and then, and again in the navy, uh, vehicles, ships, stuff like that. Same with hyena. You find that a lot. Yeah. When you look at the word uh, for vet, army vet, it goes back to animal vet. It's about treating sick animals, essentially. Cattle doctor, it basically means. Uh, the veterinarian. So, yeah, and that's where veteran comes from. So, again, it's about an injured animal. Mm-hmm. That's what you are when, when you leave. Uh, patrol. <laughs> it's getting interesting here. So, patrol... Uh, if you go back far enough through the etymology, you'll find paddling water, probably from uh, poor or foot. So again, the idea of patrol, police patrol, army patrol, the poor, the watchdogs, that's what they're doing. You know, they're literally playing it out. They are dogs, nothing, uh, nothing other. Uh, puppy uh, shares the same root as puppet or a doll or a toy. So that's what these dogs are. They're, they're puppets for the system. Um, it's, yeah, to puppify it's, it's, it's the same it's, just, it's like the same thing um, like I said about infantry that goes back to the infants uh, what one we got here Then when, when you get into some of the others I mean there's some other interesting words as well that were in here like fatigue you know army fatigues but obviously fatigue is when you're tired and you're drained and you're beaten down but they, they use it for the, the clothing as well. Um, brigade's quite funny. It comes from the one uh, one who lives by pillaging is actually where it comes from. Um, this is... Uh, so, but yeah, but when you, when you start going through them, man, you find a lot of mad stuff. So pioneer um, means foot soldier, but in, in turn it comes from pawn, like on the chessboard. Mm-hmm. Um, which is telling you exactly how they see these people. And to back this up a bit, in Canada, um, they call civilians the sheep, especially if they don't agree with the military perspective. You're called the sheep. And they are the dogs. Mm-hmm. So the elite are the shepherds, the army and the police are the dogs, and we are the cattle that's getting vaccinated or the sheep uh, looking for herd immunity. It's all there. For Even like I said earlier, the education, the, the training of animals. Mm-hmm. That's how they see us, and that's how they even see the ones that are enforcing it. The uh, the sheepdogs, if you like, because that's what that's what's used, isn't it, to round up the flock. Um, troop uh, comes from the same word as flock, so again, implying animals. Um, marshal, which comes from mare, which is a horse which is very similar to constable, which means head of the stable. It's, it's written in there. It's all animalistic stuff. And anyone who thinks it's okay to work for these people when that's the names that you're given, like, just look up like, look up your title. Mm-hmm. If you're a constable, look up and see what it means and ask, why, why am I named after a head of a stable? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, where are the fucking animals? Yeah. Where, 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 where's, all the, where's all the humans in here? Do you know yeah. what I mean? All, all you ever see is constant... Uh, 
reference to um, to animals. And with the army, you've got territorial army. Dogs are pretty damn territorial. You have to do your training. Yeah, uh, National Guard, the guard dog. You know what I mean? Uh, pictures from the World Wars um, often use British bulldogs. Uh, same in the American ones. They used um, they used dogs. You'll find pictures of people army training, jumping through hoops of, of fire. Man, do you know what I mean? Um, you find t- children's TV shows like Paw Patrol, where they are all dogs, dressed as police uh, and emergency services. There's another film, Army Dog. There's loads that you find. And uh, just to leave it as well, Copper. I was trying to find where did Copper come from. No one knows. You can't find it. But copper is one of the most easily manipulated metals. You can bend it, twist it up, and make it do whatever the hell you want. Love so it. there you go. These are the people that are going to be enforcing this shit. And like I said, this isn't really using anything from conspiracy. I'm using uh, language dictionaries and you know Wikipedia for the, for everything I've told you here, pretty much. Um, and that's what I've deduced from it. A powerful presentation, bro. Yeah. That's really powerful stuff, man. I hope so, man. <laughs> I hope it come across. I hope that people can understand it, how I sort of was processing it as I was finding it. Yeah, no. no honestly, I, I, like, thank you so much for actually bringing that. Because like, to, to, to do that as well, doing a podcast myself, I know how how much time it's took for you to actually do that, you know? So, like, yeah. I think as well, if people just feel that resonance of how much you've put into that to show, I think that's got to show that, like, you know, you you really are, like, sort of, you know, you really, you, you something's resonating within you to, 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 to tell this, you know Yeah, what I mean? for sure, man. Like I said, I think when we spoke on the phone, I was felt guided to certain things. I was looking at something, or something would spark off my interest, mm-hmm. like uh, inoculate, a little tiny bit of that word, something in my brain, like, like the ox got to yeah. be the eye. So what, what does it mean? And then once you start looking, you just end up on a and like I say, from a mad intuitive one, level, we can all feel this. You know, you can you, you can even if someone's just found one in the life, you know, yeah, and you, and you might find two, and you might find three. But even through when you're rattling off a few of them, you know, obviously you've brought a lot of new ones to me. But through my journey, I've you know on the when you when you start your journey of like sort of seeking, you know, you you start uh, moving around different topics and stuff. But there's as you start like moving further down the line, you, you you start remembering little bits and tads that you've picked up, and it's yeah. like I remember when they, when they were speaking about this when I found this in relation to ship the health, or I found this in relationship to UFOs, like ancient cultures, yeah, yeah, and these like pieces start building up, building up, yeah. you know, and that's that's like that's exactly what that is, you know. Excellent, man. It's, it's, <clears throat> someone once told me there's a like a psychic woman we used to go and get crystals off and that, and she once said she went, you might hear a piece of information, and she went, if you don't understand it, she went, what she used to call it, put it on the shelf. She went, put it on the shelf, and at some point, something else will come through, and you'll go, ah, I've got something that goes with that, and I find that happens a lot, man. You take stuff, I might hold it for like a year, something else I'll hear will we'll, we'll spark it up, and then I'll go, right, that's it. You know, I can use this piece of information now, put it with that, and I'll start to see a bigger picture. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, definitely, man. It's all about just, just investigate everything. That's all I do is... Look at everything as symbolic. Look at the dates, the times, um, the months, uh, the words, everything, and look into it and see truly what it all means. And hopefully, it paints some kind of picture, or at least, um, or, or at least, you know, is interesting just for people. Something yeah, someone. I mean, I mean, hopefully, I'd rather <laughs> rather than people just watch this and go, oh, you know, like that's it. I'd rather they went and looked, like, look up these dates and yeah. look at this will and try and do it yourself. See what other ones you can find, because I'm like, like I say, I've probably missed some, 
because I've had a whole year to go through. I've just tried to hit some of the uh, the major announcements, yeah. but I'm sure that there's others in there, man. I, I love that. So cool, man. Honestly, really cool. Thank you so much for Nicky, yeah, well, it. Thank, thank you for letting me uh, get this out there because it's it's big stuff. Yeah, know, I mean, it, it, it's too much for me to try and put in a Facebook post, like you know. So it needed to be. Well, that's I said. Obviously, like, at the end, know? I'll put over the pictures as well, so people can get a context. Oh, 100 percent, man. No doubt. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. That's, Brilliant. That's Excellent. Really cool, man. Great, man. Thanks so much for checking out that podcast. I hope you I hope you stayed all the way to the end of that one. There was a lot of deep stuff in that one in my opinion but it really does make a lot of sense guys i would love to see your thoughts and your opinions on that um i really do i am grateful that tech picked my podcast to really sort of express that all that information because he had done a lot of research and i really respect him for that and this is what this podcast is about it's about bringing different concepts topics and ideas that you will not hear anywhere else across across the other across the other podcasts or even anywhere online and I think you guys can see that by now that I really do push the barriers and really go dive into areas that no one else is willing to go, especially when it comes to spirituality and really push the barriers. And I want to continue to keep doing that as well in the future as well. I'm really going to be bringing concepts and things that I've been working on on a personal basis and really try and bridge the gap um, to you guys of some of the big topics, big experiences that I've been having in my life. And I'm really, I'm this year going to be coming deep, coming, could be coming going to be sort of um going deeper than i've ever gone before in this entire history of this podcast so anyway guys if you can check out the one-off donation option and the patreon page also have a crypto option to support the podcast as well and also have now started offering online uh, coaching if that's something that interests you and you need some extra help and guidance whether it's through awakening whether it's through spirituality or whatever it is I'm sure we'll can see if we are fit to work together. So and just to play this podcast conversation out as I always do, this is another song by Technique and Wisdom. It is called Star Chords. It really is a cool song. So wherever you are in the world, I'll catch you in the next one. Peace out. Find Pacifics in the science of my rhyming triplets When I'm writing lyrics, I'm inscribing them in hieroglyphics I fly with spirits and defy the limits I was blind to higher mind, but now I and I have the sight of mystics I'm predicted from times of old by my own cold Cause in 2012, tech excelled and my rhymes evolved Enlightened souls, arriving when the cycle shows Combined alliance in defiance till the lies exposed Find the righteous road, path of salvation Master builders pass the skill to start the foundation And we grafting so hard that we groundbreaking Every bar of ours is classed a profound statement Our sounds changing, the dynamics with cymatics And mind magic when I align with the nine planets I might be guided by the white rabbits But blind panic strike masses when I'm reciting the time lapses Find balance, holding out in meditation On holy ground till my soul is bound for elevation I hold it down for preparation Focus now, I show the crowds how I open crowns like trepanation Found in revelations, heard in the first chapters when I rehearse, I surge a burst through the earth chakras I'm returning to the surface when I've learned mantras Say the same words in my verses when reversed backwards My thoughts are sworn forces of action I'm a sorcerer exploring the cause of laws of attraction I bore the saucer at the source of extraction Abducting alien life forms in a war for expansion You're in the sanctum is a site for the sacredness Alive in the matrix is a psychic dictatorship And our minds have been saved to it Inside those compounds Time froze when I broke the light cold lockdowns those are those from quantum rifts Bars hold the star codes to consciousness Cosmic shifts Auras form round them The coming of the 144,000 Our flows are those from quantum rifts Bars hold the star codes to consciousness Cosmic shifts Auras form round them The coming of the 144,000
cosmic shifts. Or is 